Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. Welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast. This is a drinking podcast where I usually have my friends on and we talk about life. And speaking about drinking, I'm a little drunk as we speak. I went out tonight and unexpectedly had many, many, many drinks. So I'm going to try my very best to get through this as best I can, despite all the vodka. Guys, there's no elegant way to say this. This week's episode is episode 69 So obviously, I did an episode about oral sex. I am joined by my good friend, Carrie, who I've been friends with for a long time now. I'm so stoked to finally have Carrie on the show. And my very new friend, Frankie, who actually works at Pleasures and Treasures, which is a sex store here in Halifax. And girl, she got a lot of knowledge. So to avoid blushing all the way through this episode, I'm just going to say that Depending on who you are and where you listen to podcasts, this might be a headphones episode. This is a dirty, 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 dirty episode. Uh, Probably the dirtiest one yet. I had an original plan for this episode to get all the naughtiest people I know and do kind of like an oral sex panel. That did not work out. It was a scheduling nightmare. Um, Scheduling guests for this show is getting more and more difficult because it is summer and everyone is busy um, living their lives and having fun. So, But all of that being said, I got two amazing amazing guests and quality over quantity because this was a doozy of an episode. We talk blowjobs. We talk 69ing. We talk sex toys. There's not much under the oral sex umbrella that we didn't cover, but that said, it is one of those topics that gets off track a bit and there's a lot of tangents about sex in general and orgasms and all that fun, fun stuff. We definitely went off on a tangent about squirting at one point. Um, yeah, so this is not an episode you want to listen to you with your grandma in the room. Obviously, I have a blast doing these episodes. I think other people really enjoy them as well. If you want to hear more episodes like this, please let me know and we'll keep going down. We'll keep going down. That was, yeah, that wasn't good. Um, oh my god. <laughs> I should also note as well that we did live stream a portion of this episode. It's always just going to be a portion because I can't give everything away. But a good chunk of this episode is actually completely unedited and raw up on Facebook. So if you ever want to see what it's really like recording uh, Intoxicated, go check that out on our Facebook page. It's something that I want to continue to do so long as guests are down for it. We might switch over to YouTube at some point because it's better quality. I'm just going to play around with it and kind of see what works best for everybody. So if you have any feedback on that, certainly let me know. I wanted to give a quick thank you to anyone who nominated us for Best Podcast in the Coast. We should know in the next couple weeks if we did get that nomination. Here's hoping, because if we do get it, me and Corey do have to live stream for 12 hours each. I'm not saying that I don't want to do that, but ay ay ay, it'll be a lot of work. It'll be a big challenge. So if we do get that nomination, we are up for the challenge. Huge shout out to our Patreons. We have six awesome Patreons, and that is Tyler, Zoe, 
Heather, Shannon, Vern, and Aaron. Thank you guys so much for supporting Intoxicated. You guys help my fragile, fragile ego get through this whole podcasting process. I could not do it without you guys. Well, I mean, like I could, but it just, it just wouldn't be as confident. If you're interested in becoming a Patreon, you can donate as little as $1 a month up to $20 a month for different reward levels. There's some killer bonus episodes available that we'll continue to put out at least bi-weekly. Early access to episodes and shoutouts on the show, stuff like that. You can definitely check out our Patreon page. That's patreon.com backslash intoxicated. Don't forget to follow us on social media and that is Facebook and Instagram at Intoxicated Podcast on Twitter at in underscore intoxicated. We have an email address. Email us questions. We will find a way to answer them. That is intoxicatedpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget about the email address. You can definitely email us whatever you like. And of course, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Intoxicated Podcast on iTunes or the technically correct term, which is Apple Podcasts. And of course, subscribe wherever you find podcasts, whether you are on Android or iOS devices. We should be there. Anyways, guys, that's about it. I'm going to get to this very, very TMI, very dirty, and very sexy episode 69 with Frankie and Carrie. Thanks so much for listening, and get to fucking. Um, let's get her going, shall we? Right. Let's get her going. Welcome back, everybody, to the Intoxicated Podcast, episode 69. I'm going to put in some porno music right here. Yeah. <laughs> and this is a very special episode, because I have two amazing guests for this very sexy episode. Two origin stories need to need to happen. So I have Carrie. Welcome, Carrie. Hello. Finally on the show. You're in, like over almost a year and a half in. Yeah, I know. You're right? finally on. And a very new friend of mine. That me. Frankie. Hola. Como estas? <laughs> oh, gosh. Don't even. <laughs> I, I do not. I cannot do it. <laughs> so, guys. All right. This is episode 69. I put a call out to find essentially all the dirtiest people I know in my life. <laughs> um, and actually, a lot of people expressed interest in doing this, but it was a scheduling nightmare. So, like, I wanted to get, like, various sexualities, various genders. Like, I wanted to get a whole yeah. panel, but it was just too fucking hard to get everyone I wanted on one night. And girl don't, girl don't got too much time to spend on one episode. So, this is what we're doing. But quality over quantity... <laughs> Because, oh my god. Okay. I don't even know where to begin. Carrie, you've been my friend for a while. Like, yes. we, we've... How... When did we meet? Would have been 2012, 13, maybe? We met when you were still in a relationship. Yes. And you, <laughs> you were in a cat suit? Oh, yes! I was Catwoman for Halloween! <laughs> Sounds hot. Yeah, it's it still hot. Into it? it? Into it? I would just wear that just for a fun night. I did the Michelle Pfeiffer version, so I put Ooh. white chalk... I was going to say, how much cocaine did you bring for that? <laughs> None. Although my boyfriend, though. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, <yeah. laughs> um, but yeah, no, we, and then, um, and then we really became friends after a girls' night. Um, mm-hmm. we, we just had to hang out. Like, yeah. wasn't it kind of just a, like, we should hang out. We're well, all girls in the group. We, we like, all had these, we had one big group of guy friends that we hung out with, and that's how we met, was through 
the group of guy friends yeah. at, at uh, the towers. Right. And after that, you know, you were going through some tumultuous times. Oh boy, was I ever! I think I met you during the craziest time of your life up to date. You did. It was my big bad breakup that I had six years ago. <laughs> Um, like, like I, annihilated me. I was around, like, when you, like, the night that you poured the pitcher and everything. You were, yeah. Yeah, so I, like, witnessed, you know, the chaos at its peak. Um, and then we decided one night that we should have, like, a, mm. a girls' night because there was five girls that were part of this bigger group of guys and girls. So we were like, let's just have girls' night and get kind of drunk. And that's... We got, we drank tequila. Okay. Again. We made a plenty of fish profile as a, <laughs> as a joke. Oh my god, I haven't as, done that since I was 16. We should do it tonight. Oh my god. We did it as a joke, and we purposely made a very slutty profile, used my own picture. Yes, oh, no. She was no, okay no, with no, it. girl. She was okay with it. How many dick pics did you get in the we first hour? We got a lot. Because I, I, I <laughs> put my profession poetry. as cock slamming. Oh my god. <laughs> so we hit publish, and it was like... <laughs> That's amazing. Just got, a wall of cocks. We got like really thoughtful, wrote out. Like I'm sure it was a copy and paste, but they were like pages long. I appreciate the dedication, if nothing else. Oh yeah, I think that the sluttier you are on there, the more attention you get. It was well, clearly. And then oh, yeah, I remember like sense. a couple days later, I think like someone I worked with was like, "Did I see you on POF last night?" <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh no, oh, God." Oh geez. So that's how me and Carrie met. We've been friends ever since. Carrie and I went to Mexico, like. Like, I would love to do a podcast with you and Amy sometime and talk yeah. about Mexico, because that was a lot of fun. Yep, that was experience. How come nobody's inviting me to Mexico? What the fuck is Let's that? Go. Just <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Let's just bail right now. I ain't got to work tomorrow. Yes, I do. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I've been there twice, and I, and I would go back again, honestly. I lo- fucking love Mexico. But Frankie, your and I's friendship is very, very new. Very fresh. This is our second time ever being in the same room together, so we've got that going for <laughs> like, us. Let's talk about oral sex. Baby. Sorry. Are we salt and Peppa fans in here? Oh, God, yeah. I saw them in concert last year. <gasps> I wanted to go to that so freaking um, bad, but I was working. It, really and it was actually right when I got hired at the sex store, and it was one of my training shifts. Uh, and I wanted so bad that. to be there. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, you know, a year later, I'm the ass man, so I can't be too mad about <laughs> it. <laughs> I actually kind of want to call it Let's Talk About Oral Sex. Because I had one called Let's Talk About Casual Sex. So I kind of like doing the play on like yeah. Spinderella do yeah. it up one time. But Frankie and I met. <laughs> yes. I think I just like commented on your hair and how cute you were. Something like that. I you guys okay meet? okay. Fickle this wrong. is actually hilarious because you crept your way into the room for the whole gathering for Caitlin's return. Yeah, and I I literally like out of my peripherals I saw this human just casually like walking over very sketchily very spookily and I was like I think I'm about to witness something kind of cool Caitlin being as hammered as she was was just sitting there carrying it on ta- you know just taking it all in and you crept up behind her and put your hands on her eyes and everything did that whole thing the guess and it did bit. not fly it didn't um oh. Caitlin was just like what yeah, like it's so like un- under dramatically like unfazed about it at the same time. Just like mm-hmm. okay, right on. But like the whole time I was watching this, I was just like, I'm glad she got away with that. You know, she actually managed to creep her way up without Caitlin noticing she was behind her and then like not having spoken to you yet. I was just like, damn, girl, you got it. And then just like. <laughs> 
drinks and conversations start drinks. flying. You, you just said you worked at Pleasures and Treasures, and then I was instantly, like, yeah. asking you a thousand like, questions. Okay, so we're BFFs now. Um, yeah. And I, and I think very early on, I was like, you gotta come on to show. Yeah, cause... and I'm super excited that you invited me to be here. Like, <laughs> I have a plethora of not just knowledge, but, like, customer feedbacks. And, like, it's not all personal experience. It's just the experience of being around sexual topics and sex toys and sexual education so every fucking day of like my life. You know, 35 job. hours a week. Yeah, that must be... That's so the best you must thing have a lot for. of fun working there. I love it. I love it so much. Um, like, I spent a lot of time working in the industry that I actually went to school to do, and I loved it. I really did. But I have never felt as fulfilled as I do now, because I am a workaholic. I put my heart and my soul into my job, no matter what it is. I fucking worked at Burrito Jack's for a spell. Oh! And still poured my heart and soul into everything I did there. It's like Which your is, favorite place. I love Oh my god, don't so go to the much. one on Kemp Road. I'm not saying bad things about it, but I'm saying bad things about it. I, I've gone a couple times. <laughs> yeah, it's not it, good. The downtown one is weird. It was, it was only good when I worked there. I was also the <laughs> ass man there, funnily enough. I've been an ass man once or twice in my life. Oh, you can't reach the bell. Carrie, you got to dig it for me. There we go. <laughs> but, uh, First but, thing of like, the night. <laughs> I, again, I am a workaholic, so I take my jobs very seriously. I put my heart and soul into them, but I've never felt fulfilled and, like, just personally happy within a job the way I do at the sex store. It sounds crazy, but, like, It's my, something you're passionate about, It right? is something yeah. I'm passionate about. Yeah. And it's also a company that makes me feel appreciated. They make me feel valued. Yeah. And I... I feel like I'm making the world a better place, one orgasm at a time. <laughs> I'm saving marriages, people. Damn. I believe it. So I think a good way to get into this, because there's no real smooth transition into <laughs> how do we suck dick and eat pussy and the, all this. Um, let's talk about our situations. Like, so I'm coming from a single person perspective. Right. Been single for six years. I deal with a lot of casual sex partners. As you do. So that has got to eat, quite literally. <laughs> Girl, gotta eat, dick. Gotta get it. Um, but that kind of skews my experience, I think, in a, in a lot of ways. Because I was telling Frankie about just the idea of, like, I would like a consistent person that I can be adventurous with. Because, right. like, with casual sex, you might be adventurous for, like, a night. And then mm-hmm. it's, like, or gone a week, for a while. Or a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's gone for a while. And then you might not see that person for another couple months. And you're just like, God, fucking damn it. I want to be kinky as shit. But, like, I just feel like I can't. So that's kind of frustrating. I find that you have to build a trust with somebody in order to get like real up in the kink. And yes, it, that's hard to do on a casual basis. Really hard to do. But I started doing, and like this gets into the sex toy talk. But uh, <laughs> I started just investigating my solo pleasure and figuring out new ways to do that orally. <laughs> Not orally. Gotta say, how flexible are you? I'm intrigued. I'm glad I'm not live streaming that. That would have been really bad. Um, but I, I've been, I think I signed up for Oh My God, Yes, which is like a female pleasure website. Oh, that like subscription box or whatever? It's or? actually a one-time fee. It's $30. Okay, okay. And you have access to all these videos. And so the videos are like women talking about different techniques that they use. Okay. And then they actually show it. Really? Ooh. I'm not, and it's not like porn. I thought we were it's all just grinding ourselves on pillows and shit. Damn. No, like they, like they will first describe the technique they use. Right. And that's like either with a vibrator or it's mostly hand stuff though. It's mostly. Which, you know what though, that that's fair because I wish there was more conversations about uh, female solo play that didn't involve toys. And that's coming from somebody that literally sells toys for a living. <laughs> I don't make commission, but still, I'm very, very motivated in my sales. Yeah. But like, 
just knowing what to do with your own fucking hand Hands. is so important and yep. knowing exactly what spots do it for you and how well, to manipulate not just your clip but your labia the whole area like yeah. we've got we've got more nerve endings in our clit than the entire fucking cock even knows what to do with I know let right? alone Same our labia day. and our insides and our G spots if you found them and, and all of those elusive <laughs> nuances that go into the female <laughs> orgasm like yeah. Sex education fucking failed us. Absolutely. Did not teach us girls how to masturbate. Not even men how to masturbate. But, like, women's sexuality and the clitoris in general is so underwhelmed in sexual education. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, like, honestly, okay, so this is kind of a weird kind of backstory, and it sounds weird coming from a parent, but... I'm honest to God so grateful that one of the pieces of advice my father gave me when I was a young adolescent coming into sexuality was, I don't want you to have sex until you learn how to masturbate. And I was like, what? But then he said, he said to me, Frankie... Huh. How is any man ever going to please you if you don't know how to please yourself? Uh, it's it totally makes. <laughs> you guys gotta hit it. I need two bells. You, you know do. what? You I'm gonna get another bell. We need a million. We need like <laughs> finger bells. Look at the red. <laughs> Clip it. Clip it. Audio nerds arrest. Damn, that's really cool that he did that. Yeah, like, it, it sounds so weird to think it comes from, like, a parental figure, but yeah. at the end of the day, he was just like, listen, you're my daughter, and I care about you, I know you're eventually going to evolve into a sexual being, and I want you to be happy. It totally makes sense. So cool. And you know what? Not enough people explain masturbation. Like, I, the only way that I learned about sex was through a, a book. Woo-wee! My mother just literally dropped it on my bed repeatedly. I kept on, like, putting it back into her room, like, I don't want to deal with this, and she didn't have a direct conversation with me, she just kept on super passive oh we're super passive what well, we used to be super passive at least and so she put this book with these fat cartoon characters <laughs> oh oh i think i know a lot of people have this book i think i know this one a lot of people had it and they had like the guy had like a micro penis and like the little cartoon character had like a micro penis it was hilarious oh my shit like actually though because that's a real condition it's you like be making fun of it well, it's, <laughs> it was like i'm glad you laughed you know yeah because <laughs> it was like an inch Oh, okay. Ooh, That's not like flaccid? Or? Uh, well, you couldn't really tell because it was an inch. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. Moving on from that guy's dick. Anywho, <laughs> no, <laughs> my heart hurts for him. <laughs> TBH, though, as long as they character. know how to use it, does not matter. For sure. Well, hmm. <laughs> okay, like, I, I don't think it matters, but I think you can have preferences. Oh, of course. In other words, sure. like, I like a big dick. Yeah. <laughs> That is totally fair. I personally just want to enjoy the experience without feeling like I'm being punched in the cervix. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, no. Yeah. Not a lot of guys understand the length versus girth ratios, and they're no. like, yeah, I got a 12-inch cock. I'm like, first of all, get a fucking ruler, because you're lying. Uh-huh. But second Every of all, time. like, if you're, like, two centimeters diameter, honey, you're not doing shit. No, you're basically fucking a plunger at that point. I, I mean, think, why not? You might have a better time. Confidence <laughs> everything, though, because I think you could have a small dick, and as long as you have confidence, and as long as you know how to do other things, you'll be fine. Just Again, know how to fuck. Yeah, exactly. Like, maybe know how to use what you have. If you have a small penis, find the right angles that work for you and hit yes. the right spots. If you've got a yeah. big dick, maybe try not to shove all of it in there because it's not going to fit. And also, there is this thing called a cervix, and it will block you from achieving any more insertion that you are trying to achieve. Yes, it's just not going to work. So just know how to use what you have. Yeah, because then you should be confident. Because no matter what you have, there is a way to use it. And if you find that way and get confident in that way, you're going to be a good fucker. Exactly. So. 
Okay. Not so that, that has anything to do with oral. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're going to get to it. So that's my, my, where Choking I'm hazard, small Carrie, parts. you're, you're married. Yes. And how long have you been married? Um, we've been married since 2013, 2015. Right, <laughs> uh, right. Going we've on been, three years in August. We've been together a while too. We've been together like, going on 10 years in November. It's a long time. So oh super God. long term. This is super long term. So this is actually, we're, we're going to run a gamut here. Because you're super long term, I'm very single. And you're like, <laughs> to I'm, your I'm very middle of the road. Like, I'm this in a very happily committed and incredibly sexual relationship. And we have been together and very happy for about two years. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, Frankie was just gushing about her guy. Earlier. He's so perfect. Yeah, you guys seem super fucking cute. We like, are. let me tell ya. We're adorable. Damn. How'd you do that? How'd you get that? Oh man, I don't know. I was at work. <laughs> <laughs> no, like when I when, when I was in radio, um, I was working in the valley. I worked for K Rock for two years, and uh, we were doing Apple Blossom Festival as we do every year. Um. And they were doing the big concert with the fireworks and everything like that as they do for the weekend. And the um, sound company that they hired to do the big concert was the sound company my current boyfriend works for. And like, funnily enough, okay, so the first time I met him, I was in a relationship with somebody else, somebody that ultimately was horribly wrong for me, um, and we obviously didn't work out, um, and that day that he met me, in addition to the fact that I already had a boyfriend, um, I got a concussion. I was hit in the head with a tent and actually had to go to the hospital that day. Um, so a year later, you know, the same event rolls around. He gets hired again to do the sound for the concert. It's kind of just like, oh, hey, you're that girl that got the concussion, aren't you? And he remembered me. He sure fucking did. And, uh, but no, like, we just started, like, getting all flirty and he was super cute. And he was just like, honestly, like, I always thought you were cute. I thought you were cute last year, but I knew you had a boyfriend and I'm not about that. And I'm like, well, first of all, you're a respectable gentleman for not hitting on a girl with a boyfriend. Yeah. Second of all, you're hot. Want to bang? Yeah. Yeah. I actually kept him at arm's length for a really long time. We were, like, friends with benefits, so to speak, um, for about three months. And the first time that he and I, like, he asked me to be his girlfriend at one of Caitlyn's drag shows. That's adorable. Yeah, got three Long Island iced teas into me and was like, do you want to be my girlfriend? And I'm all drunk. I'm like, hee hee, okay. (laughs) That's precious. Yeah, and we've been together for two years now. Damn. Yeah. So... That's interesting. So we are all coming from different perspectives here. Hello? I don't need my mother watching this. Yeah. Oh my god, if my mom saw it, she'd be like, what's she doing? <laughs> she would yeah. probably sit down and watch the full thing. She knows I'm in it. I well, She called me earlier today and she's like, what are you up to tonight? I'm like, well. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm really you stoked asked. that you're on, finally. I know. You were kind of a little more leery at first, which a lot of friends are. I wasn't. Well, it's a little <laughs> inconvenient that I'm in Moncton. <laughs> well, yeah, but I think at one point you were like, I'll go on and just alter my voice. And I was like, that would be well, so weird. <laughs> it, because it depends on the topic, I think, is what it was. Oh, right. Because it was an interesting topic that I what? had a lot to say about, but what I was, was the just topic? like... No, I'm not going to say. <laughs> but we don't even need to do I love it. how you're like, that topic was too much, and yet you're choosing to make your intoxicated debut on the oral sex episode. Yeah, that's no problem. It's okay. Ah! It's only third base. It's fine. I've been talking about oral sex since, you know, grade eight, so... Well, should why don't we get into our origins with oral yeah like what was it like starting out for all of us <laughs> so i do you want me to go for it yes okay so the way that <laughs> I don't I really remember. yeah i need to fathom this memory first yeah like i totally know so okay. um i have a really odd background with um i also happen to have some experience working in sound um for my high school right okay. and uh, sue johansson uh is a sex therapist yes. a tv show so sex I, with Sue. Sex with Sue. Sex Love with it. Sue. So I worked with Sue. What? Yeah. So she came to Moncton High a couple times. 
And I was the main audio person. So her and I got to know each other real good. And I ended up, you know, having different talks with her and such. So I learned a lot of my tips, like, straight from an 80-year-old woman. Oh, my. <laughs> who's very knowledgeable in the God. subject. Well, like, fuck, she's got the years and experience to back it up. She, she fucking does. Oh I think God. so. Can we get her on here right now? Sex with Sue! Come on the show! She's skull Kype, or yeah. Skull Kype, Kype, Skype call her right now. Where's she, your heart, I just friends? realized we didn't say what we're drinking. Let's just say it really quick. Margaritas. We are drinking margaritas. Yeah. Except for me, who's fucking weird, and I'm drinking schnapps. Are you just not a tequila gal? Um... I like tequila, but, like, in shot form. I'm not the biggest lime fan, to be honest with you, so margaritas aren't my jam. I'm more of a daiquiri kind of girl, because it's, like, mm. a rum and strawberry I like pina coladas. See, I, do, I don't too. like most pineapple flavors. I'm really weird when it comes to, like, citrus and tropical flavors. I'm more of a berry kind of person. Fair. Okay. But, yeah, so tequila, margaritas, and... Yep. Some and good old-fashioned peach schnapps. Tequila Perfect. and triple sec. So go on. So yeah, so it kind of started off there um, with just some general knowledge. And I always, frankly, thought that penises were just, like, interesting. <laughs> Are they not? They're just fucking I interesting. I vagina's more None interesting of them, than penis. Because it's like a map of six flags down there. <laughs> <laughs> so as far as, like, I don't know, like, when for a first time type thing? Right. Um, after I got my tongue pierced. Hoo-wee! Wait, that was the first time you sucked the deck? Yeah, after I get my tongue pierced. Did you specifically wait until after the piercing? Like, I wasn't like because I would be out. curious to know of like a before piercing slash after piercing situation. But I like, was never specifically holding out on okay. giving a blowjob. It's more or less, like, like, I got oh, the piercing, I'm get made a piercing as, first, as well. But I did get sent tongue piercing, and everyone, like uh, my mother and all of her, you know, friends, were just like, "Oh, tongue piercings are only for blowjobs." So I was like, "Well." If that's all they're for, I might as well give it a try. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the season. Were you terrified? That might have one. Were you terrified when you did it first? No, I was like, I, pretty, was kind of I like, I gave a lot of hand jobs at that point. Oh, I just yeah. had put my mouth on any dicks at that point. So <laughs> I'm sorry. Do we clarify age yet, or are you comfortable oh! disclosing that? Um, or well, no, I was in grade. I, I was pretty old, honestly. I was in grade ten or eleven. That's, I was. I mean. Mm. That's totally Great call fair. for me. Great it kinda, call for me. It depends on, like, various factors, because, mm. like, when I was in high school, most of my friends had started doing everything, including partying, smoking pot, sucking dick, having sex, whatever, around 13 years old. Yeah. I was literally the town virgin, because I hadn't, like, touched a penis until I was at least, like, 14, 15. But they yeah. had all been, like, having sex for two, three years at this point. Like, when I met all of them, we became friends. So, like, I can totally get that. It feels yeah. like you're starting late, but in reality, it's really not. That's a no. It's not. It's very, it's very on point with where you should yes. be exploring dicks at that. Like, or, we like, s- yeah. we started playing private like, parts and sexuality. Well, that's it. We started, like, started, like, dabbling with a particular friend it, with, like, hand jobs and stuff. Like, grade <laughs> 8 going A particular in. friend. <laughs> I like that wording. Yeah. <laughs> a particular friend. And going from, like, grade 8 into grade 9 type thing. Like, that Gotcha. Summer. Okay. And then, did you know, I'm progressing there. There's just a friend that you jacked off? Yeah. <laughs> They're called friends with benefits. Are you what? unfamiliar with this concept? <laughs> okay. <laughs> just like, was it, was it just like a curiosity thing? Or were you like learning? Like what? I'm more interested in the idea, like, was this in equilibrium? Like, were you Ooh. also being jacked off? Because that's important. I love <sighs> calling fingering jacking well, off. I refuse to say that I'm doing anything other than jacking off. off. Like, if I'm masturbating, I'm jerking off. 
I'm not jilling, whatever you want to call oh, it. Oh, fuck that. I'm not shit. flicking no. the quote-unquote bean. <laughs> I hate that. It's actually my least favorite. Totally agree. Any other possible euphemism for female masturbation? <gasps> like, I'm just jerking off. And my boyfriend will straight up ask me, hey, Frankie, did you jerk off today? Because I that's how it. I'm going to fucking word it. Yeah, I You totally know what I also like? Rub one out. I like that. Oh, too. yeah, that one's pretty good. Busting that one's alright. We I, can keep that one because I say that a lot. I just went and rubbed one out. <laughs> like That's that. valid. Yeah. But damn, grade eight. That's not bad. That's honestly not well, bad. Uh, honestly, you know Dream. what it was? Is like he was like very well endowed, and okay. like we were like spooning. So I was like, I'm just gonna like reach around and like find out what this feels like. That's okay. I can see that happening. And it was like it's very an exploration large. thing. That's the problem though with starting out with somebody who's like super large. Is that then you meet other penises? And they're like totally different. Yeah. yeah. Whole different world. It skews you totally. Oh, God, yeah. And I don't know what would be worse, like, getting, like, starting really small or starting really big. Well, luckily, I didn't start out really big in blowjob world. Like, oh, I never had sex with that guy at that point. <laughs> that was right. just hand jobs. At that point. I'm <laughs> sorry. Can we elaborate on that little asterisk <laughs> of a sentence? <laughs> we had sex later on in life. That's all I wanted to hear. But not like when I was in grade eight, because I was like, I young. just needed that confirmation. Yeah. Like, post-high post school. I was like, okay, so did you guys bang or what? Like I said, he was a friend, so he was around for a long time. A friend, yes. Yeah, a friend. You say he's just a friend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, baby! There's something really endearing about, like, having a sexual experience with somebody really young, and then, like... And then yeah. you go and, and then you go and live some life and then you come back together. Well, it was really hot as fuck, honestly, because yeah. <laughs> I bet you it would be. Well I just love how casually yeah. you said that. <laughs> it was just that like, you know, we had only done hand, like handsy things. Yeah. Um, up until whatever point, and then we parted ways for a while. I moved to Halifax. And then I eventually fast forward a couple of years, broke up with a boyfriend and Message oh. this guy, and he drove all the way from St. John to Halifax. Oh. And was just like, hey, I'm here. And then we had some fun. Damn. So it was like sparks fucking flying, though, because right. it was like built up from like grade eight to like second year university. I, I just, I don't even know what sexual tension would feel like back then. Like, uh, I was so like, just like a guy looks at me. He, like, that was my idea of sexual t- tension in grade eight. <laughs> I didn't experience that until like grade. Like, 11, 12? Mm. Thereabouts? I honestly, like, don't even know how to compare that, because, again, like, I was always the town virgin, so, like, any guy I came in contact with from basically, like, 12 years old and up had already had sex. So, like, first of all, they were always intimidated by the fact that I was a virgin. Like, they kind of hated it. Yeah. And then if they if they weren't intimidated by it, they obviously wanted to change it. They wanted to be, you know, lucky number one. It's a trophy for some exactly. reason. Exactly. And that is fucked up. That's yeah. real fucked Nobody up. is your trophy. Now, that being said, I would probably be fucking stoked if I took somebody's virginity. I was just real. thinking that. I'm Let's so happy Let's be real here. But, like, it's just, it's the mindset behind. Like, you should want to have sex. Like, if I happened to have sex with somebody and then found out I took their virginity or, like, if I was about to have sex with somebody. Like, basically, if the sex was already decided and then it's just like, oh, this is your virginity. Like, right on. I would feel so fucking good about myself. But, But yeah. I don't see any person I've ever had sex with as a trophy and that is fucked up. Yeah. I didn't even like let the guy know that the first time. Sometimes that, you just that keep he was the quiet. first time. I was just like, a lot of people do it's that not though. cool to be a virgin in my books. Like, I'm sure it is. Whatever, go for it. If you're a virgin, it's cool great. to your parents. But to me, I was not <laughs> interested in having that label. Like, I was just like, uh, you were probably a sexual person really early on. Now, oh, right? but like, like I said, like yeah. grade eight, I was yeah. like, hand, grade my eight best jumps. friend Sharon, like. 
like we I introduced her by being like, "Hi, I'm Carrie, and I like big dicks." <laughs> Grade nine fucking classroom, like an AA meeting, but way better. And I wasn't even like even like doing anything with dicks other than hand jobs at the time, but I just thought dicks were really interesting, hmm. and thought that people need to know that about. Always been more into butts. <laughs> Don't get me started on butts. I can go all day about butts. <laughs> I love how we're getting right into that. Just veering. Just, yeah, veering so far off the Do you exit. remember the first time you asked a D? Yeah. Vaguely. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't play like, I, I do remember who the D it was, because uh, I remember how old I was. Like, I do remember, okay, so I remember being, I think it was 14 years old. Um, it was, again, it was a very slow climb. Like, I had basically, I was a makeout whore of, like, seventh grade. I was the only person in my whole class that had French kissed a boy. So, like, don't know what the fuck was going on there. But everybody called me a slut because I kiss with my tongue. Um, that being said, all those girls that called me a slut would call me later that summer and be like, I don't want to go into grade eight without knowing how to kiss. Will you show me? And oh, that's how I've managed to amass a weird amount of, like, f- like girl kisses under my belt. Oh. But, uh... Regardless, um, nice. I was the makeout whore of seventh grade and uh, the town virgin for everything else. So I'm something of an anomaly, <laughs> um, wrapped in a mystery, so to speak. But uh, I do remember uh, I would have been 15, 15, not 14, 15. And Jesus Christ. Yeah. You guys were youngins. I guess I was 17. Yeah, That's no, bad. it's like, I mean, high school. Yeah. That's pretty normal, honestly. That age range is where you should be exploring yeah. these things. So that's completely normal. Ideally, yeah. Um, yeah, and it was, again, just like a high school boyfriend. Um, and we kind of, we obviously worked our way up there. You know, we started, you know, when we were first dating, we would only kiss, that sort of thing, and worked into hand jobs, that sort of thing. Um, he was not a virgin, and I was. He was two years older than me, actually. Um, so he was 15, or I was 15, he was 17. Um, we were still both in high school, so it's not as weird as it seems, I guess. Which isn't right. really that weird at all. It's just that yeah. gap seems so much more when you're younger. Um, but, like, basically, he had done everything at that point, knew that I was very, very new to it, and was very cool with the whole, like, take it slow, make sure you're comfortable, that sort of thing. Um, now, that being said, this person was not into giving. Oh, great. Mm. Yeah. Starting out great. Yeah. Starting out great. Now, let's be real here. Um, One of the few reasons, I mean, obviously because I care about the dicks that I come in contact with, because they are lucky enough to come in contact with me, let's just be real. Um, yeah. Uh, if, if, if a dick is coming near me in a sexual context, I'm going to care a lot about it. Like, I yeah. put my heart and soul when it comes right. to sexual related activities. <laughs> yes! Um, but, like, so, I was of the mindset, somebody told me once, Frankie, you gotta give if you wanna get. That's. And I had always been intrigued by oral sex on women. I had always been intrigued by cunnilingus in general. Like, I was always just curious. Like, I honestly didn't even really have that much of a relationship with my clitoris yet. I actually, I wasn't, I didn't know how to masturbate until after I had sex. Like, after I lost my virginity at 17 So you didn't even listen to your father's own advice. I did not. I failed him. Um, <laughs> that's the weird thing, too. Is that I, I just, I didn't see myself as a sexual person until I lost my virginity. I wasn't turned on by myself in any way. So, like, I'd be going to town down there, but I wasn't feeling anything. There was no build-up. There was nothing. Oh, so you were masturbating. Yes, yes, yes. I was trying. I just couldn't get there because I don't think I... were in touch with it. Yeah, I just didn't see myself as a sexual person. And let's be real, I didn't get, I did not get hot until I was, like, 19. 
I was a very unfortunate person in high school. Yeah. So, like, I was just not attracted to myself. Yes. The glow up is real. It's a glow up. It's fucking real. But, yeah, like, I just wasn't into myself enough to make a priority out of masturbation. There's always things, like, even when I was, like, really young, you know, you'd rub yourself on pillows. Or just little things like that. Like, you'd find ways to, quote, unquote, masturbate. ridiculously young. I was, like... Oh, oh my god, I had such a young head. exposition to uh, pornography. Yeah. Hmm. Like, my oh. exposure to pornography at such a young age was very, very weird. My dad would forget that I was always the first one awake and would just leave the sex channel on the TV. But I was always awake by, like, 7 o'clock on the weekends and everybody's still asleep, so I turn on the TV and it's just, like, three girls just fucking going to town on each Wait, other. And I'm like, what? Like, sh- like, Showtime? Oh my god, no, it was, it was literally like, called had, Sex. Like, and it was back. Channels. It was back when digital cable first came out. Oh, like it was one of those like paid channels, probably. Weird. I don't even. Th- it might have been part of a bundle, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, it was on digital cable. It was just called the Sex Channel. And if you like during the day, it would just be shows like Blind Date or you know just fun like sex education stuff. Like it'd be relatively PG, like at least PG thirteen, maybe fourteen A sure. kind of stuff. But at night, it'd be full on pornography. And that pornography would basically stay there until, like, 9 o'clock in the morning. So when six-year-old Frankie wakes up at 7 o'clock, there's just porn on the TV. When I turn it on, I'm like, these aren't cartoons. Um, but, like, so I had a very, very, very young exposure to pornography and sexuality sure, in God. general, which definitely sparked an interest. I mean, I sell porn now. That's my daily life is pornography. <laughs> Always made an impression. Um, yeah, exactly. And the funny thing is, is one of the very first ones I saw was actually, it was, um, I can remember this so vividly. It's so weird. Oh, man. It was witch themed. Um, it was called like sex and magic or something along those lines. I have searched the world for it uh, since because adult Frankie obviously wants to find this fucking porno. But yes. I remember it was called sex and magic or something along those lines. And I remember I turned on the TV and it was like, Three witches, so to speak, sitting in like a triangle formation. Um, and they were, they said some kind of like spell, like it was very ritualistic. It had great production value. It had a storyline and everything. And then all of a sudden they were just like kissing each other everywhere. And I was like, what? <laughs> but I think that may or may not have some sort of consideration into what I made would... me so interested in oral sex in general. Mm. So like, I've always had that weird kind of interest in cunnilingus specifically, but like just mm. oral sex in general. So basically somebody told me, I can't even remember who, I think it was just some dumb classmate in like the ninth grade, 10th grade. And they were just like, if you want to give, you got to get, or you want to get, you want to give. So I was like, all right, well, I guess I'll give a fucking blowjob because I want to know what that feels like. <laughs> like, I just want to know. I want to know. Cause, cause you're like, like yeah. I'm going to do it so that I get it back. Well, it wasn't explicitly. Obviously I did want to share the experience right. with my partner. I wanted them to feel good. There's a lot of reasons why you go down on somebody. Yeah. But yeah, that are. was kind of what sparked <laughs> it. Just like. It was mostly just the intrigue in general about oral sex that sparked it, because it was like, I want to know how it feels to give oral, and I want to know how it feels to get oral. Right. And that's how that, and basically, like, again, my boyfriend at the time had experienced everything, but I was just like, this is very new to me, and he did not give. He told me that vaginas taste bad. So... It's pretty yeah. cliche. If you could hear an eye roll, um, <laughs> <laughs> that would be on the tape right now. Yeah. But, uh, Jesus Christ. But yeah, so basically, you know, we, we did exchange. Um, obviously that relationship didn't That's last exactly very it. long and I, I didn't even have sex with him. Like I never lost my virginity to that guy or anything. Good. Good. I don't, I honestly don't even consider this guy to be an ex, so to speak, because like he's just not a formidable part of my romantic 
development. A blip yeah. on the radar. That's yeah, it. that's exactly yeah. it. Like, he was important to me at one point because he was, like, a big high school relationship. I think we were together for about a year and a half, which is huge in high school. But right. considering yeah. I never slept with him and there was never a future and, like, all of those things, I just don't consider him amongst my exes, so to speak. But, um... Yeah, that's kind of, that's definitely Frankie's first beach. Um, I know, funnily enough, and I give my actual boyfriend so much credit for knowing the difference between these two things, but uh, this guy didn't know the difference between, like, good, and I mean on dick, not just in general, but good choking and bad choking. Uh, he didn't know the difference between I'm gargling your cock and I'm actually going to die. Yeah. And I threw up on his dick. <gasps> Raise your hand if you've thrown up on a dick. I've like been very close, but I have not actually thrown up on a dick. He told me it hurt to pee for like the next three days. Actually, I I did, but it didn't come out of my like I kind of. Oh no! I full on vomited. I didn't do that. Oh no! Like yeah, I was I was still happened. spitting at the time too. That I was afraid to happened. swallow, and we had a little paper cup next to us because we're in his like parents' basement because we're like fucking fifteen and seventeen, right? And we had a spit cup next to the fucking like on the coffee table next to like the PlayStation Three controller, ready for me to spit into, and I was like. Oh shit! Oh shit! And I like got up a little bit, got on his dick and his boxers, basically, and then the rest went in the cup. So it wasn't like as catastrophic as it could have been. But yeah, totally threw up on his dick. Wasn't even that big what? of a dick. He just didn't understand the difference between I'm gargling your cock and I'm going to There's die, and difference. kept pushing me down. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah they have to let you breathe. But what? Yeah. This I'm just rewinding here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spit cup. Yes! As I said, straight up, I was very young, obviously, you oral was new, and I wasn't swallowing yet. Okay. Um, at one point, I remember, I think I was a little bit older, I was probably still, I was probably still 15, but I remember talking to one of my friends who, again, had been having sex since they were 13, so they were wow. very well experienced compared to me, especially. They were imagine. just like, Frankie, you gotta fucking swallow, and I was like, okay, I'll try it. And to be honest, <laughs> even, like... Every guy tastes different, and that's a very real thing. I, I am lucky enough to be ingesting a cum that is quite tasty, at least to my palate. Um, but I find that if you're, blowing, if, you're, if you're blowing a guy and, like, you're not that into maybe wanting to taste his actual cum, just swallow anyway. Go as... Okay, kid, hear me out. Go as deep as you possibly can. Let it hit the back of your throat. Swallow. You don't taste anything. I mean, that's... You have a point there. Don't let it hit your tongue. Because if you Because if you go to spit it, you're going to taste it three times as much because you're letting it wallow on your taste buds. If someone's cum is, like, that rancid, there's no way... They've got a problem! ...multiple times. Like, fuck no. So, like, what are they eating? say about the pineapple? Like, the pineapple? 100%. Really? I'm, really? Because I consider it a myth. Studies. Really? Okay. So my mother <laughs> lay this info on me. I'm so ready. <laughs> my mother bought a flat of like dull pineapple Ooh, juice. Who is joining? Sorry. A Christmas party at one point. Only like two cans out of like. Sounds 12 fucking lit. All right. Got used. Sure. <laughs> like we needed them for a specific drink. Didn't end up using half of them. Um. So I just decided to do the studies, and I brought over said flat to like my boyfriend's house at the like time. Like a whole two four. Uh, yeah, and I was just like, just like drink a can of this, like, and you ever like two can, like they're just little cans. Okay, okay. It's just of like pickle juice. No, of pineapple, pineapple juice. juice. Oh. Pickle juice. Some dill cum. <laughs> Fuck that's the hashtag. So far. Oh my god. Hashtag dill okay. cum. So no fucking thanks. Uh, you know, over the span of like so a week, he drank the whole flat. I was gonna ask how long did he drink? Okay. Yeah, so okay. it was like a couple cans a day for like a week. And then legitimately, it was sweet. Like, it was salty before, and then it switched to sweet by the end of the week. And I couldn't even know, like, he did not smoke. And the same thing happened with my husband, that he didn't smoke, and then as soon as he would sneak a smoke, 
I could tell. I could taste it in the cum. Is this implying cigarette or any smoke? Cigarette. Like, like legitimately cigarette. wanting to know. Specifically. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. Nope, I don't so, taste weed smoke at all. Real, okay, so yeah. weed smoke does not affect cum, people. This is scientific <laughs> evidence. We have done the studies. I've done the studies. Pineapple so wonder, juice works, but in mass quantities. Okay, so then my question mass would be... Mass quantities and on, like, a regular regimen. Yes, right. exactly. Not That's like key. You, you can't just eat a pineapple, pineapple and be boom. like, my cum is tasty, bitch. No, but with cigarettes, I honestly think you can. Like, Really? Uh, unless they've smoked a lot of cigarettes in the span I, of, like... I have not swallowed the cum of a cigarette smoker in a very uh, long time, so... <laughs> we got you, fam! <laughs> um, but yeah, so I I never really considered that to be a factor, to be honest with oh, you. Oh, totally. That's really interesting. I just ate pineapple. And it tastes like ass, just to clarify, if they are smokers. In a good way or a bad way? Like, a, like not an idea. Yeah, we way. haven't gotten anywhere near the rim job conversation okay, yeah. yet. It's and happening. I am We're so ready for that. Now. And that's a whole other thing. Okay, yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. yeah. I want to, I want to like clarify, that's not clarifying. just for us, but for our listeners slash viewers, um, Who are just what turning. exactly is under the umbrella of oral sex? We're talking basically anything you can do with your mouth. So, pee to, or mouth to vagina, mouth to dick, mouth to ass. Are we talking nip stuff? Fuck I mean, yeah. If it involves your mouth. Because, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't I just mean, can't. like, I mean, you could kiss your partner on literally My every square is- inch of their skin, and that's one thing. I mean, like, a literal sexual acts that involve your mouth. Because licking the nipple is, quote-unquote, a sexual act I mean, I like that licking, differs don't from... Don't bite it. Mm? Don't bite it. I don't know. Don't bite it! D- don't, don't, like, bite it off. Don't put it at all! Know how much pressure you're no, applying. No, things are precious. Nibble They are fine. very sensitive. And what guys also don't God realize damn. is how your sensitivity changes throughout the month. 100%. If my boobs are heavy, don't bite my nips. Yes. If they feel like they're two to three pounds heavier than normal, maybe be very gentle to them because they are fucking PMSing as shit. Dudes that squeeze to a point of, like, hurting. I think that dudes that do that just don't understand boobs. I find dudes like try to twist them. I'm like, what do you think? Why? Like, what do you think is gonna happen? You, you wouldn't think so, but there is a lot like that you can Indian do with a breast. Oh my god! But it's about it's first of all, it's about communication. Yeah. It's about knowing because some girls may or may not like their nipples being bitten, and some girls don't. Mm. Some girls prefer the tongue on the actual nipple itself. Some girls prefer the tongue on like the surface area of the tit itself. I like yep. demonstrating this. I keep forgetting that we're <laughs> Just visually holding the tit, shaking it. Yeah, ass. I keep forgetting that we're like full on visually available to people while I'm grabbing my tits. But, um, but like, point of the story is everybody is different, and if you're not willing to communicate with your partner, you shouldn't be having sex with them in the first place. And also, too, like, it doesn't always have to be a can I bite your nipple but just go in with like a little nibble always ease yourself into something you haven't tried before and and, and, and I know that asking your partner if they like something may not seem like the sexiest thing in the world but you can make it as easy as hey you like that like just little little even non-verbal cues are a very much part of things Like, you can slowly move things away from where you want them to be stimulating without actually, like, saying, like, fucking... Slap them. Yeah, exactly. Without pushing them away from your tit, you can kind of just, like, you know, rustle your hands through the hair and kind of move over, that sort of thing. Like, if you're not comfortable with communication, first of all, I do view that as a problem, personally, but that's just me. 100%. But Mm -hmm. there are nonverbal ways to communicate with your partner, and it's about setting those boundaries with your partner before you end up in the situation. Yes, I just mean that in the moment, it's not very sexy to be like, hey. Hum, yeah, excuse me, do you mind not 
doing that <laughs> actually, know. though. Yeah, you don't want to like slow things down by like throwing. Yeah, because at the end of the, the day, middle. we still all want to get fucked. <laughs> so like, uh, totally. <laughs> so yes, oral would be. I uh, yeah. Umbrella uh, term for just mouth stuff. Mouth stuff. Because like seriously, I could talk all day about the ass. <laughs> all fucking day. <laughs> we go get ass to man. I am no. the patron saint of anal sex. We're gonna lead up to ass. I all right, all right. With, we're gonna end with ass. I'm into it. Save the best for last. Yeah. Save the ass for last. But blowjobs in general. All right, all right. Do we like doing them? For the Let's right person, be fucking yes. Honest. Yes. For the right person, absolutely. If I don't all think they long. deserve it, I'm not having a good time. Yeah, I actually do agree with you on that. And you one. gotta, you gotta love the dick that you put in your mouth. Not just like in a love relationship sense, but like you need to literally be in love with every shape and curve and vein and piece of foreskin or lack of foreskin. You need to be full on enamored with this cock. <laughs> and that, and that is personal, like that's honest to God how I feel about the one yeah. only dick that graces these beautiful lips. But, um, Aww. like, I know, I'm so in love with that fucker. Um, <laughs> But, uh, the point is, is, like, you need, A, that level of comfortability, but, B, you, like, if a dick's just not good, and I don't mean in general, because everybody, like, no dick is ever bad. Even no. a dick that doesn't do it for you might do it for me. You know what I mean? Just theoretically, Absolutely. right? Like, sure. everybody is into something different, yeah. and there is a person for everybody out 100%. there. And I am a firm believer that everybody on this planet, everybody deserves a good orgasm. And, like, yeah, fucking ring the fuck out of that shit because I am literally a seller of orgasms and I firmly believe that. Yes. But you do need to want that dick in your mouth for a blowjob to be good. I have, if you're going to enjoy your time, yes. I have given blowjobs that I've hated and I have given blowjobs that I've loved. Oh, I know. And, and my thing about that you know. is... And you don't want it to feel like work. Well, why are you giving blowjobs to people you hate? It's not it, the people you hate, you it's just that it, you, you feel that you It's not even it. necessarily that you hate the dick, it's if you hate doing it, maybe reassess who you're with. Yeah. I don't know. Not like I know some girls, some of my best friends that just do not like oral whatsoever. It doesn't matter whose dick it is, they don't want their dick. Okay, in but their do they mouth. want to receive? Not even. They're okay, then you, then you know what? Fucking days. giver. That's totally fair. Yeah. But like I yeah, said, if you want to get, you got to give. Yeah, yeah. The, I would never expect status. anything from a partner that I wouldn't do myself. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and one thing I I'm gonna get on my soapbox about the forced, like the the face fucking, which to each your own. But that's a comfortability please, level. For the love of God. Talk about that shit beforehand. Absolutely. You do not you want some guy to, like, head. literally, like, grab head. the back of your head and start fucking your face. I've had that. Unless. That's not okay. Unless, A, like, I mean, I'm sure if my boyfriend were to do that, I'd be like, fuck yeah, baby, fuck that face. I'm into it. Because he knows you're you know into you, it. Exactly. Yeah. If you never discussed because it Because we before. have that level of comfortability with each other and that level of trust. Trust is so important in a sexual relationship and people just don't realize that as much as they need to. Oh, I think that I think people just see sex as like a biological function, something that feels good, it passes the time, whatever. People don't view sex as like the I don't want to use the word like metaphysical, but or spiritual, but like that interpersonal experience that sex really is. Most people don't understand that. And they don't and in turn, they don't place enough value A on their bodies. Or B, on what they choose to do with their bodies, i.e. giving and receiving oral sex. Right. I think you need to know your worth and what you're worth to other people. I mean, it's it's the closest you can get to someone. Exactly. You literally cannot be closer to somebody than literally having their genitals inside of you. Uh Uh-huh. 
<laughs> so whether that's sucking dick, taking dick, or fucking some guy sucking on your clit, like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like I cannot wait to get you're that achieving portion. that connection, and yes. that's important. You yeah. didn't tell us your oh, my first, story. Oh, it was we pretty boring. It was, over that. It, that was just super like, boring. It was just like with my first boyfriend. I'm pretty sure it was like during a house party, and like I'm pretty sure I, I also did a lot of hand jobs first. Yeah, so I talked like, mine up to be more exciting, but mine was a lot like more chill like that. It was just like, oh, we've been dating for like a month or so. Should I give you head? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, and I don't remember like overly enjoying it or hating it. It was just kind of something. I, I think it was like out of obligation. Did you swallow off the bat? You don't swallow now? I don't swallow. You never swallow? I rarely swallow. Every guy is different and as I mentioned, if you let it hit the back of your throat, you don't taste anything and it's way better and to be honest, actually, adjusting comes pretty good for you. But, helps. that being said, that being said, with the right person, like, and again, I know I'm like talking shit about my fucking beautiful amazing boyfriend, but his cum is so good it's so tasty. What would you compare it to? The neighbors like, outside right now. <laughs> no, that's just so and see, and see, that's the thing is I can't compare it to anything. It's just it tastes like ham, and that's why I love it. Oh, wow, that's, that's like, is, that not, is that not love? That's why I feel about him in my life. Scent. Like I feel like about him. If I smell him, I'm like, okay, I'm home. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. Like even simple things like his body sweat yeah. or just like it's his, pheromones. his yeah. full on. Yeah, exactly. His pheromones and the scent that he gives off. Like the fact that his presence is in the same room as mine. Right. It gets me ready to fucking go because my body is like, that's a perfect human. You need that in your mouth. Yeah. So, <laughs> I've swallowed, like, since the beginning. And I think it's because of my experience <laughs> eating oysters. <laughs> Damn! That's what I always chalked it up to. Wait, so maybe I should oysters. start eating oysters and then maybe... Because you, it's... You yeah, know, that it's... might change the game for you. Because, okay, I'll be honest. For me, it's just a panicky moment. What do I do? But I, I get, because I deal with a lot of casual sex, and it's different with boyfriends, I think. It's much different. Absolutely. But with I mean, ca- I've dipped my toe in the casual sex pool, and believe yeah. me, I had a good time, but like... It's just not on the same level. And, and I'll also be perfectly too- honest with you, it took somebody as special enough as my boyfriend to get me out of the uh, casual sex pool, because I was slutting it up before I met him. Ooh, he convinced nice. me to be like, oh, I'm a girlfriend now? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, honey, like, I was in the same boat... Two and a half years ago, until he just full on was so amazing, he changed my mind. He made me believe that somebody was worth sticking around for. Aww. There you go. I know, That's right? Cute, the point is, is, casual sex is fabulous, and you should have it if you're comfortable with it. Exactly. Yes. But like for me, it's just like that moment where you're down there. Okay, here's my thing. Here yeah. we go. I okay. I okay. I feel like this is really <laughs> going to be something because there's so much buildup. If this is mediocre, Here I'm going to be really upset. I usually only come when I fuck. Right. Okay. So if can if, I just ask you, like, from yes. my sex store, like yes. customer basis point of view, yes. are you more interested in clitoral stimulation, G spot stimulation? Like, what about this is where it? it gets what, a, what about sex is the only reason you're coming? It's like a weird. So this is this is where it gets really tricky. Is your G spot super responsive, was, or do you need clitoral stimulation? Well, I thought I was someone who only came vaginally. Right. Okay. But I but used to be in the same boat. The, That's why I'm so curious. Yes. I don't G spot orgasm. Like I. I don't think I've ever had a G-spot orgasm. Just hear me out. Okay. Hear me out. Okay. Um, <laughs> so then I realized that it's usually always when I'm on top. Okay. Are you rubbing that clit in the right yes. way? Yes, honey! <laughs> yes! 
<laughs> I love being on top for that exact reason. You get so full control. It is clitoral. Yeah. Sometimes, but I always yes. thought it was vaginal. Yeah. Um, I'll be perfectly honest. My G-spot is very responsive. I actually didn't have that much of a relationship with my clitoris until I met this friend. Oh, um, this, talk about it. This friend started my relationship <laughs> with my clit, which I really didn't... Like, my clit was my clit. You know, I again, I enjoyed oral. I enjoyed, you know, a rub every once in a while, but I was more of a pressure on the G-spot kind of girl. Like, I yeah. can get a... Like, a two-finger dash gets the job done. Like... And I come like a fucking yeah. volcano. See, I don't know what Like, that during is. just straight-up penetration, I am literally non-stop coming the entire time. Hmm. Like, I am an anomaly wrapped in a mystery. I can come so easily from G-spot stimulation. Hmm. The thing, too, though, like... Hmm. Okay. The G-spot is real. Most women think it's a myth. The G-spot is real. However, a lot of reason that women are um, able to achieve orgasm from insertion, even if they're not finding their G-spot, is because the inner clitoris actually wraps itself around where the G-spot is. And that's me. That's what I experience. Yes. I feel like. And those that inner clitoris also wraps around the urethra, which is where we'll get into the squirting discussion. But uh, that being said how do we um, only have one listener if you're talking about squirting yeah like right like f- pew um <laughs> i should get a water but, bottle <laughs> but like yeah. again um a huge reason too that a lot of women like i feel like for your example whereas you felt like you could only come when you were on top i think a lot of that has to do with control I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that you were controlling where your vagina hit things and at which pace and what have you. Um, There are various types of orgasms as well. A lot of people don't realize that. Like the types? I couldn't list them or name them if I wanted to, but I know know that when I'm having a sexual experience, there are different types of orgasms that I feel. And my, like, when I'm on top, I achieve this very, very strange kind of orgasm that is so incredibly powerful because of the conjunction of G-spot stimulation and that kind of rubbing yourself controlled stimulation from the clitoris that it creates this crazy fucking orgasm that I literally don't have a word for. But then, like... If I'm not on top and I'm just being penetrated, my G-spot is very responsive, so I do find that I achieve very, very quick orgasms that are the atypical kind of, like, overwhelming, like, splash orgasms, where you just kind of feel them wash over you. Yeah. But then there's, like, your masturbation orgasms which feel so different. So, like, I personally believe that there's a different orgasm for every situation. Yeah. I don't think that every orgasm feels the same. No, I, no, they don't. Like, the masturbation ones are quick and simple. I yeah, see, like, when I'm masturbating, I'm a get in, get out kind of yeah. girl. I just want to <laughs> come and go on with my day. I may be back in 15 minutes. Like, I can masturbate, like, 20 times in a day. But, like, the point oh, yeah. is, when I'm there, I'm Never a get in, come, get out. And then if I feel like masturbating again in 20 minutes, you know what? I'll fucking do it. And if I, if I don't, then I don't. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. But, like, yeah, if I'm, if I'm jerking off, it's just I'm, I'm getting get out. <laughs> Holy. Yeah. Which is where this friend comes into play is my go-to. I'm overwhelmed right now. <laughs> There's so much going on. There really is. Can we talk about, should we, since we're on the subject of clits and. Yes. And do, do, do we want to start this convo right I now? I would like to. Okay. So this podcast is primarily about oral sex. Um, I work in a sex shop. I sell sex toys and aids and such. Um. What I am about to display for our visually capable viewers, um, and I guess the audio viewers, because you can hear it pretty well, is something called the Satisfier. To my knowledge, based off sex toys from the year that I've been working at a sex shop, like, it's only been a year. Like, I'll admit, I'm no sexpert. 
I, I think you are. I, w- I mean, you know. maybe. You know what I mean? But I don't think I know everything. But in that same vein, I do think I know enough. Um, this is what's called an oral sex toy. Not in the regard that you would use it during oral sex or anything along those lines. Um, pop rocks are always fun if you want, are looking to explore. Um, I just imagine a pop rock getting Wait, in the head of someone's dick and hang on, hang on. Do you mean pop rocks the candy? She definitely does. We sell a product called BJ Blast, and it's literally pop that. rocks that is designed for oral. Yeah, which I just like get concerned about a pop um, rock they, the, the, wrong the BJ Blast spot. itself is a little less poppy, so yeah. it doesn't. It's not going to be as painful because yeah, no, you feel rock. a pop rock in there and it goes like snap and you're like, holy shit, your dick. Yeah. not okay. Yeah, um, but it's it's just an extra stimulation kind of thing that might not have existed otherwise, right? That that being so said, fucking lame with my life. Why I'm not putting not pop rocks. Cor- I've not been living. It's correctly. only three ninety nine at Pleasures and Treasures. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. So this toy is considered a neural sex toy because it's not a vibrator. It's just not. They do make vibrating versions of this toy, and I will get more into detail on that in a bit. But basically, what this toy here does, um, and I promise to God it's clean. The last time I used it was yesterday, being perfectly honest. Yeah, feel free, honey. You can look all over that bitch. I cannot wait Um, to buy her. Basically, okay, so the technology started with a product called the Womanizer. In my personal opinion, not just as a sex toy seller, but as a sex toy user, I find the Womanizer to be incredibly tacky. Uh, The marketing is poor. And it's just overall not a great toy. Um, so basically, the company Satisfier took the technology that the Womanizer was based off of and made it a way better option. Yeah. So basically, it uses pressure waves and suction on the clitoris, and it kind of emulates the sensation of oral sex. Um, obviously, it is not a replacement for oral sex or cunnilingus in any way, shape, or form, but it is a solo alternative. Um, I-, I can tell you right now, I very rarely use anything other than the very first setting. It has 11 different intensities that you can build up towards, and they all feel fantastic. It's not like a pulse pattern situation. It's basically just the intensity because it is suction-based. You can oh, you can hear it. Oh, that is louder than mine. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. I, I have a really old model. The older model is very, very, very loud. It sounds kind of... Yeah. That's, uh, oh, okay, but what's... When, when you're in use, obviously, it muffles against the, the surface, and it's not near as loud, but I do have an older model that is louder than the ones that are currently on yeah. the market. The ones on the market are much more quiet than this, and to be honest, on the first setting, you don't hear anything. Yeah. At all. They're almost silent on the yeah, very Yeah, I have the setting. womanizer, too. Um, yes. So, it's a very interesting technology, and when they did the product studies on this toy, almost every single woman that participated claimed to have had an orgasm in under a minute. Yeah. Um, Way faster than most toys. As I vaguely kind of mentioned earlier, this toy actually gave me a relationship with my clit that I never had before. This is what I've heard about them! Because I am 100% a pressure on the G-spot kind of girl. I'm an insertion comer. Hmm. I prefer having something inside me to achieve that orgasm. I did not, like, I mean, a vibrator did what it did. You know, I had cock rings. I've rubbed myself on things. Like, I've enjoyed clitoral stimulation in my time. But I didn't have a full-on relationship with my clit until I had this toy. This toy changed the fucking game for me. It opened up so many doors as far as orgasms go, as far as squirting goes, as far as just this whole world of sexual pleasure that I didn't realize I was even capable of. That's what, and that's what Frankie told me when we met, because when we met, I was like, I want to learn to squirt and I want to do it this fucking year. Like, mark my goddamn words, I'm making it a goal of mine to figure it out because I feel like I can do it and I'll tell you why. As soon as I come, I go to the bathroom. You gotta pee. 
but it's usually not pink. It's I don't not. know how I know that, but I do. It's because it doesn't. It, it doesn't feel the same because it comes from a different spot in your body. So there's actually, if you if you want the technical term for this, there are very specific glands that sit on either side of your urethra, and those get stimulated when you achieve certain clitoral or insertion-based stimulants. Right. Um, and when those glands are stimulated, they excrete a fluid. Um, now, it does come out of the urethra. I'll tell you that right now. Squirting does come out of so the So you might pee a bit. There is a very reasonable expectation that there is some urine involved in squirt. Um, that being said, if you are afraid of body fluids, you should not be having sex in the first place. Yeah, sure. Um, you need sure. to be a grown-ass adult and understand that sometimes body fluids make an appearance in the sexual universe. And that's just how she goes. Whether you're talking about squirting or anything anal-related. Vomit. There are, or vomit! Fuck yes! Like, there's a reasonable expectation that you will come in contact with bodily fluids. And if yeah. you're not prepared for that, maybe you should reassess your sexual goals. Dang, yum, yes. But, that being said, um, yeah, I didn't even have a relationship with my clitoris, let alone was a squirter until this toy. And that's the funny thing is, clitoral squirting is actually more rare than G-spot squirting. Well, that's why, because you always see the porns of, like, the girls getting fingered, like, super goddamn hard. Yeah, um, there is a product that I'm aware of. I don't have it personally, so I don't have a review to give you, but it's called the Enjoy Pure Wand. It's just this gorgeous stainless steel U-shaped toy that hits the G-spot with so much amazing pressure that it's basically going to make you squirt, and I want to try it so bad. Um, but... Once you open the floodgates for squirting, anything will fucking make you squirt. It's so good. I have, See, that, I have I squirted from oral. Yes. I have squirted from penetration. I have squirted from just regular vibrators. Like, I have a wand, obviously. And using that on my clit didn't make me squirt until this did. Can you control it? In other words, if you're about to get off, can you just say, I'm not squirting today? Um, theoretically, yes. I mean... Women's orgasms are so much of a mystery and an anomaly that we are in control of so much more of it than we realize. If you want to come, you'll come. If you don't want to come, your body won't let it happen. Yeah, like, I find like if that you have subconscious squirting, like, factors. You can, you can, like, control it a bit, but there's a certain point where I'm like, either stop doing what you're doing right now or and lose your orgasm. the fucking yeah. sheets. Like, it's one or the other, so... <laughs> Do you guys put towels down? Oh, I stopped with the towel game because that was not <laughs> sufficient. That's 100% it. I started. We had the towel. We had a towel. And it's, then, it's always the towel. I went on I'll Amazon. Like, Honey, grab the towel. I went on Amazon and bought a... I have vinyl wash- sheets. Uh, okay, look at oh, those. Oh, I heard about those. I bought a waterproof picnic blanket. <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding that. <laughs> That's fucking great. It works. And it was like $20. And the vinyl sheets were more than that. So I was like, fuck it. Because I bought mine at my store. So like. I posted on Reddit. And it was my most popular post I've ever posted on Reddit. How much karma did you get? (laughs) A lot. People want to know how to keep their beds dry. I'm sorry. Side note here. I just want to mention that my highest rated comment on all of Reddit was, quote unquote, there's nothing gay about a prostate orgasm. Absolutely. Sex sex posts are definitely my most popular. I like to give snarky comments on our sex advice because I know everything. Yeah. Well, I'm not snarky about it, but. I'm not like I'm not that snarky. I just say that because, like, a guy will be like, I'm coming too fast, but I'm 18 years old. I'm like, honey, that's why. (laughs) 
Yep, that's true. So oh, yeah. could you? Okay, so my next part, we're gonna move on to actual oral sex. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Soon. Maybe one day. This <laughs> 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 is just a big sex episode. Um, could I achieve squirting by myself? It's theoretical. I often feel like I need a partner in crime in this. It's, yeah. it's, it's theoretical. It's much easier with um, a partner for that one. I will tell you, I did not achieve G-spot squirting before I achieved clitoral squirting. But see, that's the thing, is G-spot squirting is more common than clitoral squirting. Interesting. Um, Okay. But basically, once you squirt for the first time, like I said, it opens the floodgates, and you can squirt from a lot of different resources. So now that I am able to squirt clitorally, I can squirt from almost anything, and I do have something similar to the Enjoy Pure One, just a glass toy in a very similar shape, and usually I can get a solid, if it's not a squirt, it's what I would call like a gush. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like <laughs> I just the, the candy like gushers, gushers. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. essentially what it is. Your vagina is just like <laughs> wow. Sam for the podcast listeners. Yeah, Ooh. that's an incredibly vivid mimicked sound, but it's basically identical to what I'm talking about. Um, Shit balls, and you feel it too. You it's feel true. it when your like inner vagina is excreting fluids. You do feel that, so like you are aware that you are doing the thing. But um, you basically need something to open the floodgates before you can start to squirt. So I I might need a partner. Basically, you need a fucking satisfier, honey. And and maybe a dude to just, like, do the hard Yeah, because I couldn't, exactly, like, I couldn't actually get, like, squirt until fingers were involved. And then it gets to that point where, like, there was several sessions where I was like, stop now because something, like, it's just too much pressure. Right. Stop now. And there's that... You have to breach that. You have that's to breach the, that. I think that's the problem. Yeah. That a your lot of body women... will give you so many signs that say, stop now. Yeah. But, but you then just, don't stop. Yeah. Just don't do it. Don't stop. Keep going. Because your body will be like, like, oh, close. shit, this is what you're doing, and then you just come everywhere. Yeah. Like... I'm so explosion. excited. You should be. Like, you really should be. The first place that I squirted, I was not... And I'm not going to tell you where. I'm sorry, but I'm Can not going to tell you where. <laughs> I feel a little left out. I'm not. <laughs> Can I be whispered too? Because oh, I don't want to be left out. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Amazing. Y'all are left out, but I'm not. So it was. It was just in a place where it shouldn't have been. Very not fooling around. Not as you do. All of a sudden, I did not really know even squirting was a thing yet. Like I, this was a long time ago, and um, he didn't stop, and I wasn't paying. Like I wasn't. Paying attention to my own body, really, at the time, I guess. I was just kind of enthralled in things. And yeah, you get wrapped up in the moment. And yeah. we soaked the fucking place. <laughs> like, I mean, his shirt was soaked. That's my favorite. There was a lot and of I don't understand how this happened. I love the visual evidence. I, don't I love seeing the giant, like, splash like, marks on the soaked. sheets or on his shirt or on his face. Or I'm just like, I did that. I was shocked. Do you guys swallow it? If they want to. I almost drowned one one time. <gasps> like, straight up. I was like, That's I'm a life dream. I thought I was going to have to do some CPR. You almost drowned in my bed. I want to kill somebody with my cum. <laughs> well, if you're on top. Baby, if you're listening, you're going to drown tonight. <laughs> That's a promise. <laughs> you're not going to see tomorrow. <laughs> But yeah, because it's a lot of, like, they can be up oh, to, like, man. two liters at a time. Like, it's crazy. Oh, man. I don't yeah, know, like, the, the volume is always surprising, because, like, sometimes you squirt, and you're like, okay, yeah, and then you're like, and you're like, there's more? 
That's why I invested in I the I feel market. like I've been saving up for like 30 years. Yeah, honey, you've got like a oh. roll of fucking squirt just laying inside you, ready to fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> that just makes it sound so appealing, doesn't it? Is that, that not the sexiest wording out. you could have asked for? Yeah, Sarah's so, just dead, actually. I've got a friend that she's like an aggressive squirter. Okay. And we've just nicknamed her. We've nicknamed her the Bellagio because she like she squirts that often and that like aggressively. <laughs> I love it. And it's just perfect. Is that a fan of in Vegas? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. We're we we've sidetracked so yeah, much. And yes. I'm not I'm not complaining about the sidetrack at all. Yeah. Well we should hit the topic. But okay. Or now all. we've talked about blowjobs. We all think they are alright, alright. They ain't. They, they ain't. I'm into I, it. Just another fact about blowjobs though. I only recently started doing the actual suction thing. For a long time, like actually I didn't sucking do- on it, just I, for kind of a the long up time, and down. Do yeah. For a long time, I didn't do that. What did you do? Just up and down. Like, yeah, see, you were like okay. blowing on it. I, I'm also big. Like I do, I incorporate the hands a lot. Which, oh, you got do it. You guys like that or what? I you have to incorporate the hand, or you're just gonna get fucking tired. Yeah, I mix and it up. A lot of guys appreciate you incorporating the hand because it does get them closer. They sure, think so they tricky. think in their brains that all they want is the mouth, and they're not wrong. But they know that they're going to come so much faster if you use your hands. Well, because they use their own hand on themselves. Exactly. And if you have a good enough partner, they will tell you exactly in what spots, like which fingers they hold tighter, how they hold their own dick so that you can get them off very efficiently. (laughs) (laughs) That kind of communication is so important. I I want to know, I want to know exactly how you jerk off. I want to know exactly what pressure points get you. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, yeah. That's kind of exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I've never been like so, the so honey, yeah. So yeah, you hold your ring vein. finger around about three fourths up the shaft. And you move at one point five speed. I'm yes. glad I didn't have one of those boyfriends at any point that you know has done the death grip on their own cock so much that they can't possibly get off with anything other than their own hand. That would suck. I'd be that so upset suck. if I couldn't make my boyfriend come anymore. I would just kill myself. <laughs> well, I wouldn't do that, but. <laughs> You know, it definitely would be very frustrating to not be able to make them come one way or another. It really, really would. But the suction thing, I feel like, is really working. And um, it's very oh, yeah. efficient. I find it has a time and a place. I find that if you do the suction thing the whole time you're giving head, you're going to burn yourself out, and it's not going to be as effective. He's not going to come. No, I think you have to, like, okay. Incorporate you need a strict guy. You, you need a, a variety, almost. Because, like, if you... Well, up to a certain point. Because... My yeah. experience is like if you get him close and then change, yes, it, he is going to start all over. Game over. And every yeah, that's, every second that you just spent giving him head was for naught yeah. because you've got to start all over. Up, oh, you're I like, feel, okay, I feel so bad. But don't switch things up. I feel so bad, but sometimes I have to breathe. <laughs> no, that's fine. You're allowed to breathe. Hand, exactly. Keep, keep your, your hand, hand going. At the same you, you need to oh, keep, yeah, yeah, yeah. keep a yeah. rhythm yeah, yeah. and keep a pace. Yeah, but if but still keep him guessing. Yeah. I'm a firm believer in using less suction and more tongue. Same. The frenulum is a very underrated piece of the And right underneath it. Yeah, exactly. So basically that that like little, that weird little triangle that happens at like the base, (laughs) uh, like the very, very tip of the head where the foreskin or lack thereof or what would have been there kind of, kind of curtains outward. Mm -hmm. That's the frenulum. 
applying any kind of like tongue texture to that spot drives them fucking crazy. Now you can't rely on that solely because it's not going to make them come. No. It, it almost overstimulates them, so you can only do it exactly. Like, a it's kind of like bit. if somebody rubs your clit too hard in a certain way, right. and you don't come, yeah. you just get overstimulated. It's too much. That's basically well, what like happens. A to them. little bit a is little a good bit? time. I actually like picked up a tip randomly on uh, Cosmo, and a yes. lot of tips really? on Cosmo are wildly. That's wrong. where I got the tip for the old Indian rug burn. <laughs> so I ended up getting um, the tip that. To, like, lick it like you're licking an ice cream and go in, like, small swirls. Um, especially, like, on the head. And right. I started doing that, and my husband was just like, were you with someone while I was gone? Like, he was away for, like, a week, and, like, I read it in that week, and, like, I picked up this new technique that I'd never done before. And First was, like, of all, that's a fucking rude question. <laughs> I'd be like, bitch, get out of my apartment. Well, it was just so different that he was just like, where did you get this from? Like, what, it's... You know, you've been doing head the same way for right. X you number of years. Got used to it, yeah. And all of a sudden, you've just switched up the game. Where is this from? All of a sudden, I was just like, oh, you know, I got my secrets. But Cosmo also has terrible advice. Another, it was like a hundred tips or whatever in my right. article. Another tip was to put your thumb under their foreskin and pinch from the outside. I was just like, Geez. listen, listen. Okay, I am <laughs> a huge, okay. I am a huge fan of uncut dicks. I am a foreskin lover. Yep. Do not get me wrong. Yes! <laughs> First of all, foreskin makes the hand jobs so much easier because you have to do minimal work. Yep. You literally just move the skin up and down as opposed to actually moving your hand yep. my, up and down the actual shaft. I was a circumcised guy. Did not know how to navigate that shit. See, I've never asked questions and I've never bothered <laughs> to care because I've really only seen them hard. So, like, I haven't noticed a difference. But, like, uncut dicks are the way to go. Yeah. Um, as long as they clean them, obviously. But, clean like... That. I got my own feelings on circumcision as a practice in general, and that is, this is just not the time or place to get into that. Yeah, exactly. Frankie's gonna be back. I fucking hope so. Jesus Christ. But, uh, the point of the story is, is like, I just don't see how that would benefit them in any way. Like, oh yes, I've pinched your foreskin. I've done the exact same thing a rabbi should have done 20 years ago. Like, no, that's not how that works. Huh. Interesting. It is weird. There's a lot of weird advice out there. I find some guys with foreskin, um, if you, almost when you, like, pull it upwards towards the head, so the head is kind of hidden, but if you stick your tongue in between that barrier, they really enjoy that, because they're not expecting it, because their skin is there. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if it's, like, a psychological thing or what, but it works amazingly every time, but, like, if you pull a foreskin up and, like, literally between the foreskin and the head, like, in that space in an uncut deck. Yeah, I just, like, rim the edge of that. Yeah, it works flawlessly every time. Yeah, they love it. But it, again, it can be like too sensitive at times too. So you gotta kind of yeah, and that's and that's about time with the deck. I spend a lot of time. Honestly, with the spending time just looking at it and appreciating it for what it is. Like dicks are fucking. You know what? Dicks don't get enough credit. I really don't think so. Dicks get credit in the comical sense, i.e., penis they banner. Do. And there's no vagina things like this. Exactly. Like, which it's all penis. which is a problem. Um, that is a problem. But Thank that being but that being said, I just I don't think that dicks actually get the love that they deserve because they're mostly made fun of. Oh, I love them aggressively. You are but. so right. And also there's, like, the stigma on dick pics. Like, people... I love a dick pic as long as it's solicited. Yes, me too. If it's unsolicited, please, no. And I don't want your dick. a good angle. But if my boyfriend sends me a dick pic, fuck yeah, I'm screenshotting that shit. I'm gonna jerk off to it later. Where's oh, yeah. my belt? Yes! <laughs> I clip so bad. Thank I'm so loud. Thank God we're not wearing headphones. Jesus. Right. 
I mean, Christ. we should be for quality's sake, but fuck it. <laughs> but Jesus. Okay, so I have a message from my friend Vern. Vern, I don't know if you're still in watching, but I'm about to read your fucking dirty so, ass Vern. message. Okay. Vern's Ooh, a, talk dirty to me, Vern. Vern is a gay man. Love it. I and he couldn't be. Can here. we go shopping, please? He couldn't be here tonight. Okay. But I asked him. I essentially was like, "What are you, just? What are your thoughts on blowjobs?" Frankie, I feel like you should read this because I'm going to blush too much. All right. I love it. Give me that. Um, yeah. there, It's all right, right. there. And okay. I, I feel okay. like you're the person to read this. Okay. All right. All right. Four things to discuss. I'm into that. That's a lot of content. All right. And this is coming from Vern about what makes a good oral sex experience for him. Yeah. I'm not really sure what this first sentence means and who you're directing it to, but if you think I'm cute, then I oh, take right. the compliment. I think he's directing um, it to whoever's sucking the D. Either way, we're all sucking D, so mm-hmm. we're all fucking mm-hmm. cute as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> point is, okay, so if you think you look cute right now while you're sucking dick, you look up, do some porno come hither thing. No, 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 stay focused, please. Rhythm is parent now. Okay, so basically what he's saying is that if... You are sucking dick and you stop, like, because, again, you watch porno and porno is sensationalized to no end. Yeah. And if you are, like, given head and you do the whole, like, oh, look at me, baby, I'm trying to be sexy while I give you head. He doesn't fucking care. He just never, wants a blowjob. Never, never, never do He that. just wants a fucking blowjob. Like, do your fucking job. <laughs> it's, the jo- the word job is in the fucking that. phrase. Just do it. Do it like you were getting paid. Put enough love into your head giving as if someone was paying you to do it. Yes. That is my fucking piece, and that's all I have to say. But, yeah, straight up. Rhythm is paramount, and if you throw him off, you will have to start all fucking over yeah. again. So if work. you value the amount of effort that you are putting into your blowjob, for the love of God, do not stop. Agreed. Okay. Okay. So that's my, that was number one comment from Bert. Sometimes it's tiring, though. What you're not you wrong. You're, there's ways around that. There right. are ways to give head without exerting your jaw, and that mm-hmm. involves very slight licking, going up and down the shaft. Yeah. Not go visit the balls. Taking the, taking the minute to and don't get me started on visiting the ass. <laughs> like a map. Give a good rim job, people. Um, we go get to it. Yeah. She's so excited to talk. I'm about so rim excited jobs. to talk about anal. Um, <laughs> either way, the point is, is you don't want to throw them off. You don't want. To disrupt the flow that you've created because that will restart the orgasm. Think of your own orgasm. Oh, so true. If a guy was going down on you and if he just stopped out of nowhere to just look at you (laughs) for no reason other than being cute, like, yeah, your man looks fucking cute, but is your orgasm gone? Yeah, I fucking bet it is. I don't like the looking. Maybe, I don't. I don't know. I like the look upward. Like, I want to maintain eye contact while your tongue is on my clip, but like, go back to work, honey. <laughs> yeah, like maybe like a quick And tell contact. me that every guy watching this doesn't feel the fucking same. No one's yeah, spoken like that yet. I'm sure exactly. Quiet. Made some if you're contact, quiet, I'm just going to assume you agree with me. So <laughs> That's one way to do it. Point is, keep your rhythm, do what you're doing. If you get a good response, just fucking go with it because you're gonna make your man come. And if you make your man come You've done your job for the day, and you should feel good about yourself. You should reward yourself. You should feel fucking amazing about making your partner achieve orgasm. That should be your main fucking goal for the day. Like, yes, nothing makes me happier than knowing my partner is satisfied. Whether I've been with that partner for two years or two months or whatever, if I am with someone in a sexual context, I am there to make them happy. Yes. And that's so important. It's a selflessness that you need to find within yourself. Very, very true. You're not wrong. Second point from Vern. Oh, man. 
I just love this first sentence, so I'm so fucking ready to, like, recite this. Um, <laughs> we need to clarify, this is not coming, this is coming from Vern. All right, all right. This is not from me, because I do not have a dick. <laughs> if my dick is too big for you, grip the base with both hands as a face bumper so you don't choke. Yes. 100% yes! yes! Put your hands on that dick! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Seriously, hold on to it. Stroke up and down if you want to. Basically, just, like, don't kill yourself trying to give a blowjob just because you think it's what they want. Do other things. Be creative. Fucking mm-hmm. get down with it. Sometimes you have to deal with a yeah. can. Yeah, again, like you said, like, it's not all about just suction the whole time. Like, use your tongue to, like, lick up and down the shaft. Yeah. Go to the balls. Use your tongue. Use whatever. your lips, even. Like, the textile stimulation of just pressing your lips on something. Even just little kisses. Well, and the... Little the, the, kisses! The, the, it's true, It sounds though. adorable, it's but it's, it's legit. It's true. And, the, and do, like, different sides, too. Like, usually people just look <laughs> down and up the bottom of the shaft, but there's the other the sides. The frenulum and the perineum, the taint is your friend, honey. And, again, don't get me started on that ass. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, um... Ver- okay, co- again, still coming from Vern. Vary the strength of your grip from time to time, yes. and use the outer hand as a stroker. So basically, basically take one hand vary? and continue no. your up and down motion as you blow. Uh, whether you feel comfortable with that or not, like it's entirely up to you. But what, like, what's the grip I use? You, like, use basically, just make yourself how, fucking how useful. You I wish I, uh, you I wish I brought like a dildo tight? for us to like. Oh my god, that's too tight. That's so tight. How how tight do you squeeze? Like, this is my dick. I mean, okay, so wait, hold on. How, how big is your dick right now? That's a pretty small this dick. This is my wrist. My dick is my wrist. Oh, your dick. Oh, your wrist. Okay. How tight do you squeeze? This is a pretty big wrist. I'm not going to lie. Honey, what's I know. up? I know. Hey, baby. <laughs> um, okay, so obviously this actually is a pretty bigger wrist than I'm used to. Than, like, most. Yeah. This is just unrealistic. Oh God, so this like has a, nothing to do with any man I've ever been with or any man on the planet. This is literally just How tight are you squeezing when you're like, or when you're like... I apply pressure, but not too much. About, okay, so about that squeezing much. too okay. fucking hard. Well, like... She's Enough that I can still move. Yes. But you're still going to feel that mild well, constriction. exactly. So your hand's moving, but you're not, like, pulling the skin necessarily. Yeah, you don't want to hurt the fucking guy. Like, imagine if you bit your clit <laughs> off, you wouldn't be having a good day. Maybe I want to hurt them secretly. <laughs> Secretly, yeah, like, yes. Or if they want to be her, again, that's where communication comes in. But, okay. Yeah, so, like, from, for my experience, um, they do like it definitely, like, with some, like, tightness, too. But sometimes switching it up to, like, a super light touch, too. Like, Don't ignore the balls. Oh, is that right? Ignore the balls. No, that's just me. Never ignore the balls. Never ignore the balls. Put yeah. those in your mouth. Yeah. Don't bite them, obviously. Be very gentle with your teeth, but lick and suck and just like coddle them within your mouth. Like run your tongue all over them. Literally, just, some balls. even even just like hold them in your mouth for like half a second. Just let them feel that sensation of a mouth feel. Like. Don't ever let balls feel underappreciated. I totally like, agree. First of all, if you don't think balls are just fun to fucking play with, like, blah, 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 <laughs> like, yes, yes. Ball snacks are fucking fascinating things. <laughs> My favorite is in the tub, and you're just like, bloop, bloop, bloop. And they just, they're so buoyant. Oh, they are. I fucking love balls. They're so and fun. The, the, how tight they get when they're, like, getting close to Oh, my God. I, cold I, and that's the thing, too, is when you're giving head, allow your partner's bodily cues to motivate you. Oh, Nothing yeah. gets me more stoked on giving a blowjob than seeing that he's close. So but when those, that means you don't fuck. I mean, depending on See, him. See, that's my thing. What's his refractory period and how much does he care about you is the real question. 
Uh, don't know the answer to the first one. I know yes. the answer to the second one, not a lot. Because, yes, for, like, I mean, a blowjob blow can be seen as foreplay, but it can also be seen as the main event. If you're, oh, that's true. You know, I never thought of it that way. If you're as lucky as I am, sometimes you only need to wait ten minutes. Um, I, I think I'm too formulaic. I think I just, I, I, I always do it at the start, and then I put too much focus on the sex. So maybe I need to change that up. That's totally fair. And, like... The thing is, too, and what a lot of people, not just women and not just men, don't realize is that if you get tired or sore or anything during sex, communicate that. Change it up. Exactly. Especially Change it up. women. And, especially women. Especially women. Women need to know that there is no problem in communicating your sexual needs. If you are tired, if you are sore, if you are hurting, tell your partner those things or it's just going to get worse. I know. Sometimes you Because nine times out of ten... Okay, so, like, seriously, worst case scenario... You give him a blowjob and he comes in your mouth. That's worst case scenario. Sure is. Best case scenario, he lets you go to fucking sleep. <laughs> I feel like that needed, like, a really light ding. <laughs> no, that needed the most aggressive ding. But, like, the point is, is communicate your needs oh my to God, your partner, so whether it's oral or sex or anal or whatever the fuck you feel and like doing with your life. Just communicate your needs to your partner. Make sure they know what you want and what you're expecting. Yeah. Because if you're expecting an orgasm and you don't get one, obviously you're going to feel like shit For because sure. you didn't get what you're expecting. And they're going to feel like shit because they didn't give you what they think you wanted. And see, I just go into it with no expectations. That's fair. <laughs> like, that's just, like, mentally easily easier for me to deal with. But the point is, okay, so, like, if you are getting, you know, like, say your neck is starting to hurt from a blowjob or anything like that, like, you can keep going with your hand. Or, you know what? Best case scenario, let him in your fucking pussy. Finish that blowjob in that shit. Let him come all over your pussy if you're on birth control or let him pull out or use a condom, whatever fucking works for you. If you are giving head and you get tired, let him fuck you, goddammit. Well, I mean, that's just, like, what I want anyway. Right? But. And again, I'm not saying that everybody needs to do that. <laughs> you obviously need to be within your own comfort levels and your restraints and boundaries and all of that. I am a huge supporter of consent and, consent and comfortability. Of, consent. of course. But the point is the story is if you're getting tired of a blowjob, find something else that you can do. I yeah. am a firm believer in starting what you or finishing what you started. So if you're with a sexual partner and you get them started on a hand job or a blowjob, whatever, point is you have started them on the journey to come. Sure. I it's a magical journey. I personally believe it's your responsibility to make sure that happens. But yeah, there are so way. many ways to achieve that. Like even, even, like, and that's the thing, too, is people don't realize men have toys, too. Absolutely. There is Not, no shame yeah. in grabbing a stroker and jerking off your boyfriend with it. What's the a stroker? Ad- I have this thing. Honey, a masturbator. I have, is this? Like a flashlight. That's I don't a, know what that is. Give like me that. I want to look at it. Yeah. This was, like, $6 okay, yeah. from yeah. So this Spencer's. is just a <laughs> ultimate BJ helper. I actually, I like this. This is nice. Um, that's really small. What is it made I, of, yeah, though? I'm that's what I want. Okay, so it's we TPE. Yeah. yeah. Let's open okay, it. so TPE is pretty standard uh, material when it comes to sex toys. TPE is what a lot of strokers and dongs are made out of. Um, it is a porous material, so you do need to be very careful about cleaning these things. You do need to make sure that you're using actual toy cleaner because regular household soaps, like hand soaps and dish soaps, will draw this or dry this material out oh. and cause it to crack. There is a lot of, like, sex education and upkeep that goes into these types of toys. But basically, if you are watching on the Facebook live stream, it's just a simple cylindrical kind of shape there that I've just dropped. 
Basically, on the inside, there is a ton of texture. That texture would feel amazing against the penile instrument. Whether you are giving a hand job, blow job, sex, no, whatever, no. it's basically just something oh, to enhance the sensation yeah, really of an up and down motion on the penis. Huh. So whether they're using, you know, a flashlight or something along these lines, it is something that can um, theoretically <laughs> enhance the sensation of what you are doing. So that is something to definitely keep in mind. But the point is, ladies, like straight up, if you are getting tired or if you want to do something else, tell your partner. Your yeah. partner is not going to be mad about finding Amen. more sex to have. Amen. Should I be working on this? Yeah. Let's take on? a quick little. Okay, we're going to blend some shit. <laughs> more margaritas. This might be a good time. I'm out of schnapps, so I might take a shot. This. I don't know why I'm st- I still have this. It's just- because. <laughs> tell, okay. Okay. St- Sarah. Yeah. Tell me right now, yes, is oh. your finger not having a good time in there? <laughs> no, okay, seriously, I bought I bought my boyfriend a flashlight not too long ago. Um, oh, probably like six months or so ago, but anyway. I bought him a flashlight, and, but when I bought it for him, I mean, obviously just within my profession, whenever I sell a toy, whether it's to myself or to a customer, I do look over said toy, and I make sure that it is free of any manufacturing errors, defects, those sorts of things, because obviously my store does not do any returns or exchanges. Due to the very, very personal oh, yes. nature of our projects, right? Uh-huh. Um, so, whether, again, so whether I'm selling something to a customer or to myself, I do make sure that it's free of manufacturing errors. So, I bought a flashlight for my boyfriend a few months ago. And uh, let me tell you how much fun it was to finger the shit out of this <laughs> flashlight <laughs> before I actually made. paid for it. You can get them custom made to your Oh, vagina. you totally can. I-, I want to. That would be so I cool. want to so bad. I want to get a stroker made of my vagina so what bad. We, we do like sell the Clona Willy. My store does sell the um, dildo making kit. You can encase any penis and turn it into just a dildo or a vibrator. We have both varieties. Um, so that's totally fun. And yeah, you can get custom flashlights made. But like, how does that work? Yeah, how would you have to put the silicone? It's basically, it's it's a mold. Um, I don't know exactly what it's made out of. Um, the clone, the clone (laughs) of Willie is about, I want to say 80 or 90 bucks. Oh, it's more than I thought it was. Um, it's about the same price as like a really good quality silicone toy. Mm. Um, but basically, I think it's about anywhere between 60 and 80 bucks. Um, and again, we do have one that's vibrating and one that's non-vibrating, so obviously that's going to make a difference as well. Um, damn, damn. But basically, damn. basically, it's just, um, it's kind of, like, I don't want to compare it to Jello, but it's essentially, like, it's a different consistency, obviously, because it's a different material, but it's basically just molding. So you would basically, like, it even comes with a cock ring, too. So what you, a flattering you, you, thing to do. You get yourself as hard as fucking possible. You throw the cock ring on so the blood stays in the area. And then you just apply these various pastes and chemicals and whatever comes with the kit to basically form a casing around your own cock so that you can make a dildo <laughs> in the shape of your own dick. Like, it's just molding. Like, when the Fleshlight girls get fun. done, they put this weird plaster scene kind of fucking right. shit Can't... across their vulvas here. Right. Everyone with the Facebook visual seeing me point <laughs> graciously towards my crotch. But basically, you know, they just, they mold their own vaginas. Right? I want to do that. I would love to fucking do that. I would yeah. love to make a fucking vaginal stroker of my own. That's going to be a podcast night. We just all sit around. <laughs> oh my god! Like if fucking video to... podcast. We'll do a video episode where we just mold ourselves. <laughs> what has happened? 
This episode has gone off the tracks <laughs> and into the woods. I don't even know where it's gone. So one thing I was thinking of, um, which I know I'm continuing the conversation while she's not here, but whatever. Um, if you are getting tired of like a particular position and you are in the midst of head, there's always other positions to suck dick into. Well, we haven't even gotten into 69ing yet. So, and it's episode 69. My favorite, although 69 is all grand and whatever, is actually hanging off the bed, like, backwards with, like, your head off the edge of the bed. Like, like, Spider-Man style? Yes. Because it opens up your throat so much more, and you can deep throat way better like that. I'm sorry, what are we talking about? Because I actually have shit to add to this. <laughs> I knew you would! I was like, I shouldn't even start it, but I'm just gonna go. Because there are Upside so many positions jobs. that you can take for Upside a blow down blowjobs. Yes, jobs. okay. So straight up, when normally, if I am going to partake in a 69 type situation, I will request to be the bottom. It's easier. A, because yes, it is 100% easier to get a dick in your mouth from that angle. Mm -hmm. B, I find that for some reason the tongue from that angle just feels nicer than when I'm sitting on it. I feel like when I'm sitting on it, there's a lot of pressure. Also, I get, when I'm sitting face, I tend to get more insecure just about like little things. Oh, their angle must not be good. And that's what I mean. Like, I feel like you're not seeing me from my optimum selfie angle. So, like, you are seeing every roll and every tit muscle that's fucking like exploding in a different area than it should be and all of the ungraceful parts of myself that I wish to hide from the world. So, like, when I'm sitting face, I'm not near as confident. So when I'm actually the bottom in a 69 situation, not only am I more able to give head, just because the angle I find is better, you can go deeper exactly as you were saying, but I feel that much more confident because he's eating my pussy from the other direction. So like, first of all, I find that the tongue from like, okay, from a normal 69 direction, it's not from the other direction, I worded that weirdly, but I mean from upside (laughs) down as opposed to me sitting. Um, so the tongue is still hitting your clip from the same direction, which obviously feels amazing because it is what it is. But I do find that when I'm able to lie down, I'm more confident in myself because I'm not worried about him seeing all of those wrong angles. And, and I can swallow more of his fucking cock from that angle that I'm just so much more confident, A, in my abilities as a rece- as a giver, but B, in my just like self. In your zone. As a self, yeah. as a receiver. Because when you are receiving head, you want to feel as confident as possible because you don't want to, f- the last thing you want to think when you're receiving head is, oh, I look like this or, oh, I look yeah. like that. You don't want to feel insecure in no. any way, shape, or form when you're receiving head because when you're receiving head, it's all about you. I don't really have a confidence issue you like with positions oh yeah i'm not implying that no but like to me i don't even think about that but to me it's i I just get off a lot easier a lot quicker if i'm on my back versus on my knees that's a hundred percent oh yeah legit yeah i find that just the even if you're face sitting the amount of stress you put into your legs just to sit does kind of take away from your orgasm a little okay. bit. I don't yeah. know if I'm the only one, or no, maybe I, I'm crazy. Because I, totally so. I, I 100 prefer being the bottom in a 69. Because yeah. again, a, I feel happier with him like licking my pussy from that direction. But b, I, you can go so much deeper. Yeah. So, in regards to face setting, yes. Here we go. <laughs> I need a shot for this. So I, I, okay, yeah, take one because you're gonna need it. I have a, I have a story. So, my husband gets, like, lockjaw. Oh. So. Really? Okay. And it only really happens when I'm, when I'm on top and he's on the bottom. Because I'm like, if I, like, happen to put any pressure on him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Shaw locks up. 
and then that's because you know literally like he'll, it'll be locked for like 20 oh, minutes so shit. you really want to avoid that it's, yeah so if locked doors are real Period. concern then that's Period. uh you avoid that too so for us if i'm on my back he's you know in a better position doesn't get locked I, I, i've never been the bottom in a 69 you gotta try it you gotta at least try it because, like, again, it's not the biggest difference as far as the female stimulation. Oh, Katie, there's the cat toy again. Um, <laughs> the difference as far as female stimulation goes isn't all that different, but your ability to relax. That's a is, big fucking shot glass. It really is. I can smell it, and I'm always she going take it now. Is that tequila? Yes. You have fun with that. So let's bring it in it's for It's got cheers. a big glass base, though. It's not, it it's not as big it's as the It's a big base versus the big stem, you know what I'm saying? You know, there's some so weird we going to bring I can make anything dicks. related to bring animal, in, I swear oh, to God. Bring in your shot. We're going to cheers to 69. Cheers to 69. Cheers to 69. Girls on bottom, am I Girls, right or am I right? <laughs> mm-hmm. That bitch thing where I take half a Sally. Sally. Hey, Sally. You came in at just the right time. We're talking about 69. And, 69. and I'm going to tell a story about how I almost lost all my teeth. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Uh-oh. Yeah, okay? we're good. We're good. You okay? You got it? Yeah. That was just, just gross. You're braver than I am. I would have never done thing. that. I would have never done that. No. Why would you tell me that? I feel gross. <laughs> I get fucked up by tequila. Like, shots like that. <laughs> you sit back. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell a story. All right. So, I got permission to tell this story. I was talking to him earlier today. I'm like, I gotta tell this story. So, I was hooking up with someone recently. And we were transitioning from blowjob to face sitting, which was going to lead to the 69, okay? Sure. Right. So we were on the bed, like, here's the head of the bed, here's the foot. We were this way, okay? Like, we were not the normal way that you would... Horizontal. Yeah. I'm explaining this bad. Um, <laughs> You're laying the opposite way you normally would in yeah, a bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know when you're hooking up and you don't really know where you are? Yeah. Like, on the bed sometimes. Oh, here we go. <laughs> you okay? Yeah. <laughs> we're good. Don't die. Oh, we're good. Um, so he, like, he grabbed me, like, and was very aggressively bringing me up here, okay? Sure. To his face. Yeah. <laughs> I was on the bed this way. There's a windowsill right here situation. He flipped me so fast upwards that I, like, almost, like, if my window was open, I would have went out the window. Oh, my God. Okay? (laughs) So the window was closed, but, like... Did you hit the window? But there was a windowsill here. So, like, if I didn't, like, put my hands out... You would have just knocked yourself right out. I would have, like, came down on my head like that. Yeah. And I was, like, I had quick reflexes, though. I was, like, I stopped it! And... It was so funny because Mindy was like sleeping right beside the bed, and she, she was so scared. She like went running. What the fuck was that? And it was like, let me tell you, I I just had a moment of like that would have gone so wrong if I had not stopped that. But I was so quick. Sex injuries, bro, they're a real thing. I was so quick, but oh my gosh, that yeah, that guy loves a sixty nine. That's a kind of good though. Well, I'd rather a guy that loves 69ing than a guy that won't eat at all. I mean, that's 500%. true. That's very, very true. And that's that's no that's no fun. How do we feel about 69ing? Let's just, like, fucking general thoughts. In general, general I'd, thoughts. like, rather do one one at a time, frankly. Um, I agree. But, like, I do I, like it as well. Like, it's just one thing to try. I do. almost agree, 
But only in the sense that, again, like I said, I'm a workaholic. So when I dive myself into a quote-unquote jab, I give my heart and soul. Exactly. So if I'm giving a blowjob, I am here for 110% well, of that blowjob. So um, as diligently as he may be working at me and my orgasm, I'm probably not going to achieve exactly. it. Exactly. Just because I'm caring more about him. Yeah. And I'm not sure if that's necessarily 69-related or even oral sex related or if it's more or less basically just me wanting to please my partner related because I care so much about him. Right. Like that could very well be a consideration because I think that with any other partner I might not be as selfless. Um, I'm a very selfish human being in my own stimulation so that's kind of what that is. Um, no, but, I get that. I get but that. But that being said is I I do enjoy a 69. As I mentioned, I do actually prefer oh, yeah. being the bottom of a 69 because do that. I would rather yeah. fucking gurgle the fuck out of your cock than achieve an orgasm that I'm not that comfortable with because I feel like you're viewing me from an unflattering angle. And what a lot of guys don't realize... I actually do agree. And I, and I, I, agree. Know it, I know it sounds dumb, and I know body positivity is so widespread nowadays that we should all be feeling amazing about ourselves. Like, the three of us here, we fucking deserve to feel great about our bodies and what we bring to the table. Right. But at the same time, is everybody has their own insecurities. Yeah, and that's so that's, true. That's 100% up there, as some of mine, is how I look when I'm face-sitting. Is you know, and I and 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 that being said, I know that again, I'm in a very committed relationship, and I know my boyfriend fucking loves how I look when I sit on his face. Like I know he loves that fucking, you know, but look, it's you. that look. Like, exactly that look it's I give you. him when I'm close, and that's a hundred percent it. But I know that's a hundred percent because only because it's me, right? And I should feel confident in that, but the very real expectation is that not all women are going to be that secure. And we're all we're all insecure little creatures, as confident as we may seem out. We all have that one little thing about ourselves that we would obviously change, you know what I mean? Like everybody is entitled to their own insecurities and that's not a problem. It's not even it's not even a weakness, so to speak. Yeah. It's just something that makes us human. So I find that being the bottom in a sixty nine again does make me feel more secure in myself. So I feel more confident in that in in that regard, I feel like I give a better blowjob. I, that's my thing. Because I feel like I do better when I feel better. Yes. I, I just find that I, I just find, yeah, it's never gonna happen. Like, it feels great. Yeah. But as soon as it starts feeling great for me, I can't focus on you, and then that's gonna take you out of it, and then we, we know guys don't like that. So, See, I feel almost the opposite. Like, yeah. I am okay with feeling stimulation while I give head, if anything. <clears throat> I find that actually, Guys respond really well to the vibrations of moaning yes. while you give head. Yes, yes, yes. So yes, yes, if yes. I've heard mixed things about this from guys, though. No, see, 100%. if you can find a guy that can stimulate you in the right way while you give head, whether it's sixty nine or any other method of you know like rubbing one out or whatever, if you can find a way to get off on giving him head, basically his brain, whether or not it's the cause. His brain will say, she's coming because she's giving you head. And that'll make him ten times more excited. Wait, girls can think they come from giving head? No, but that's, that's not they, necessarily, like, they, yeah. That's they not think that you're getting being, hot from yeah. giving head. Question with your knowledge of sex toys, can you give us oh, one overrated sex toy and one underrated sex okay. toy? Okay. Love that question. I'm Thanks, not Kari. supposed to say this, but one overrated sex toy that I can 100% say to you is the fucking rabbit. I'm so over fucking people that want the fucking rabbit. If you want a dual vibe, 
That's one thing. A dual vibe is simply a toy that will stimulate both your G-spot and your clitoris at the exact same time, and there is no problem with that. I'm looking at what the rabbit is. itself does um, imply that there is a G-spot stimulant that has rotating beads, and those rotating beads are supposed to stimulate your G-spot and your insides while you fuck yourself with it. And then the rabbit-style clit stimulator will uh, stimulate the clit indirectly as it sits on either side of the clit, not directly on the clit, and it stimulates indirectly, which causes all kind of wonderful, magical orgasmness. That being said... Um, <laughs> what's the I'm, what's the underrated one? Is it the satisfier? Maybe. Um, actually, the satisfier is given the credit that it's due. Yeah, it gets I a lot find of that I, I'm buying it. I, I'm I'm literally going to buy it. Yeah. Okay. This so year so basically, just just finishing <laughs> off my rant on the rabbit. Yeah. I do find that you can buy a lot of dual vibes, and I want to put a lot of emphasis on the words dual vibes as opposed to rabbit. Um, dual vibes that will stimulate both your G-spot and your clitoris at the exact same time, but the rabbit itself is more catered towards indirect stimulation of the clitoris and the rotation function of the G-spot stem. The minute you start having an orgasm, your vaginal wall will start to clench around those rotating beads. Oh, I burned the motor out of multiple of them. Yeah, and those rotating beads... And those rotating beads will straight up stop. Yes, they will straight up stop because your vaginal wall will clench around them, and they just won't move any. They just won't move anymore. Very annoying. And whether or not the motor, the motor that controls them, is actually dead or not, the point is, is they won't give you the stimulation that you're hoping for. It's it's really quite useless, and I think that the only reason why it became so popular was because of Sex Sex in the City. city. Yes, yes. Charlotte stayed in bed for like three days with her rabbit vibe because Lord knows that. Girl never owned a sex toy in her life. Oh yeah, that's the not. thing. Charlotte, Such in, a Charlotte, Charlotte thing to in do. that episode is all of us with our first toy. To be fair, I that was my I'm first toy. My, was a uh, rabbit? Okay. My boyfriend bought it for me. I broke up with him literally the next day because I was like, I have this. Why do I need you? Like, ah! are you really? Yeah. Yes! It wasn't because of that. We were together for a long time, and I was like trying to break up with him. And I'm gonna lock my door. It was kind of like a catalyst, hey? <laughs> well, it was just like it was my birthday, so I didn't want to break up with him for like, you know, it's like exam time, and then like there's just so many various reasons why to not break up with someone when you're in a long term relationship with them that Cooper. you wait for like a good timing, mm-hmm. ideally if you're a considerate person, and it was my birthday, and I was like, you know what? It's my birthday. I'm gonna do what I want. I want to whatever yeah. I do it I want. And I, you just happened to buy me a dildo like the day before my birthday. Let's talk. This has been a shit show of an episode, by the way. It's been great. It's all but I feel like it's just like one of those episodes that could literally go for six hours it's if we so don't could. reel it yeah. in. And trust me, both y'all will be back on. I this fucking not, hope so. I'm it's so not ready an end-all be-all situation, but we kind of put a bow on the '69 thing and that. It's kind of tricky. I feel like we you kind need, of came to, to like an ultimate conclusion that we kind of prefer being bottoms. <laughs> well, I've never done that. Am so I wrong or am I wrong? Bottoms. Like bottoms, yes. I know at least two out of three of us are bottoms. So. Well, like I'm, I'm happy to do it either way, but you know, yeah, absolutely. Do you like it? Do you like doing sixty nine in? Yeah, anytime I'm sucking dick, I'm happy. Or, or being out, or doing Heart any kind of sexual activities, really, I'm well, happy. I took a screenshot to that guy that I had the window incident with. I asked him, I was like, so what do you like about 60? Like, why do you love it so much? And I, I'm going to read his response. 
He gave me permission to do that. Okay, I was going to say, is he cool? I love eating pussy. I love getting blown. It's honestly as simple as that. Yep. Uh, And most guys do feel that way. Yeah. Also, the absolute closeness of it is def a perk. Um, It's all contingent on said blow being adequate as much as my cunnilingus skill being good. If either if either are off, it throws off the whole thing. Yeah, so that that's is one hundred percent right. Because honestly, if you are giving head while receiving head, if the head that you're receiving throws you off, it is going to throw off your head oh, yeah. giving abilities. We definitely like match pace. Like we kind of like if he's going at it more, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go at it more. Absolutely, and yeah. and, and honestly, I feel like it all just boils down to that communication aspect that we talked on before. Yeah, I think it's important to communicate to your partner, and honestly, whether it's just a one night stand or like long term relationship, I do still think it's important to tell your partner what you're here for. Like, even... Pardon me, hiccups. Um, even if you are just here for a one-night stand, just to tell your partner, like, listen, this is what I want out right. of this one-night stand. Exactly. It tells your partner to, A, aspire towards something, and B, expect certain results. So you end up creating this mutual ground that both of you can agree upon and that you can kind of work towards. Right. So even if you are just here to receive oral, you know what? I'm not fucking mad about it. I wish I was just on this planet to receive oral and never (laughs) give. Like, I ain't mad, honey. Let me get you. But at the same time, you do got to kind of understand that you got to give to get, which is exactly what somebody told me maybe 10 some odd years ago, and that's stuck with me since then, so maybe it should stick with you. It should be equal. Exactly. Yeah. You should never, no matter what it is, whether it's oral, whether it's sex, or whether it's any kind of fetish in between, you should never expect something from your partner that you would not be willing to do yourself. Absolutely. Dang, dang. I would never expect to receive head if I wasn't willing to give head. So, how do we feel about being gone down on? I fucking love that shit. It's my favorite. <laughs> I don't... Oh, like me for days, baby. Like, it's a good time or whatever, but I don't necessarily always come from it. I never... Oh, my God. I could come for literally a million years. I can count on my hand. It's the same. Nope. I can go forever. With just the mouth. Now, if hands get involved, that's a different story. So, I agree with you on that. Um... It's very, very tricky. I I think it's maybe happened three or four times for me. Yeah, it's probably happened. Maybe even, I, I, I would say three. And, like, but I, I find, again, it's all about if you're the type of um, motions they're doing at the time. Right. And bringing it way back for a minute, back to the sex toy thing, um, you mentioned before that you like, like, pressure on your clients yes. versus... And so it's so, little tongue ain't doing shit for me. Well, exactly. That's, just, that's, that's why that's you may want to try out the womanizer, like even try it out. Satisfier. Satisfier, whatever. Right. The one to do the <laughs> suctioning. Yes. Um, because I found that I do have both the satisfier or magic wand or what, uh, sorry, satisfier or womanizer, whatever you want to call it. Um, but my problem is that that one's more of like a suction on your clit specifically, where the magic wand is like a pressure directly on yeah. the clit. So I like a more of a pressure. I mean, I, yeah, so me too. If, if the magic wand is essentially just like a powerhouse fucking motor vibrating its shit all over your clit. So you but can, but vibrations, more, that's the same. So you the can adjust the amount don't. of pressure that you apply. Yes. Whereas with the satisfier, okay. So you don't need to apply a lot of pressure because it actually forms its own barrier around your clit. 
It's just a different but sensation altogether. That's exactly what it is. You can own every vibrator on the yeah. planet, and it still does not do what a satisfier does. They're very different experiences, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I can actually, I prefer, the orgasm with the womanizer is definitely different from the, uh, the or, orgasm with the magic, magic wand. wand. It's totally different. And that, uh, wrapping that back around to what I was saying, um, if they're just doing their thing without me doing anything when it comes to eating me out, um, and I'm laying on my back, sometimes it's like not, it's like not enough pressure that they're applying to the clip. Right. So if I like, grab his head. Right. Like, no, no, no. Yeah, that helps. That helps. See, it. I'm a fan of grabbing his head as much as he grabs mine. Like, yeah. if he's going down on me, I'm going to fucking rub my hands through that hair. Exactly. I'm going to get into it. Like, yeah, then I like it's a better time. If I'm, like, not doing anything with my hands that involve, like, that, then uh, not as much. Like, I do right. prefer more pressure, I guess. So, uh, if I'm on top when he's just eating me out, right. then I can get it. But I find, like, in, for some reason, 69 position... Not so much because I don't know. It's just the way I'm positioned. It's just the way it is. But I'm like yeah. on his face. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No. Like at my knees by his head, and I'm facing towards the wall type thing. Like you're sitting. I'm sitting on his face. Yeah. <laughs> then I can grind more on him, and that's that's fair. And then, so for yeah. me, I agree with that, but I do also agree with Frankie's thing of like the insecurities. So that's my battle when I'm doing that. So like. Physically, I like it yes. for the reasons that you're saying. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like, like emotionally, I, I'm in that state of mind. I love like there is there are a few things on this planet that I love more than being eaten. Like even even when I'm masturbating, I will almost ten out of ten um, search up lesbian pornography. That's what I watch. Even even like I am in no shape or way or form a lesbian. Like I am very much hetero or at least hetero flex. Yeah. For lack of a better, you know, LGBTQ fight kind of flex? like way. Basically, it's like heteroflex is like when you are mostly into the opposite sex, but you'd be willing to experiment. Like 80 um, 20. Yeah. Like, and that's like, the thing is like, realistically, oh, okay, okay. like if yeah, I were yeah. single and I met a girl that I was, you know, like I thought was hot and was willing to fucking go downtown, I would probably let her, but I am not single and I am not willing to let that happen. I would 100% let a girl go down on me. No, no, straight, that, that's straight. That's exactly what I mean when <laughs> really? I say hero flex, right? Oh, I'd let a girl go down on me. But you wouldn't go down on a girl. Well, I would be, I feel like I probably it, it would, would if I was in that scenario. Situation. You've yeah. never? I have never gone out on a woman. And again, that's what I mean when I say hetero flex. So, like, I'm very much on the hetero spectrum yeah, side of things. same. But I do have that, just, like, I understand, A, the beauty of women in general, because we are gorgeous fucking creatures. We look great naked, and, We like, do. I predominantly watch lesbian porn, A, because it's something that, like, so when I'm watching porn, I want to see what I want done to me. Yes. So, if I want oral sure. sex. So, like, so I watch more... predominantly lesbian porn because I know it's just going to be eating pussy all fucking day, which is, I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't like which is what I want done like to that, me when know. I'm masturbating, right? Like, yeah. when I'm masturbating, I'm probably imagining a guy going down on me or something, or, like, my boyfriend or whatever, right? See, I'm picturing getting fucked, so that's why. Either, but, like, either way, right? So, like, <laughs> that's kind of where that quote-unquote lesbian aspect comes comes into play. Right. But regardless of whether you are queer in any way, shape, or form, or LGBTQ, whatever works for you, the amount of porn that you watch does not matter in any way, shape, or form. But being as a predominantly hetero female, I do watch a lot of lesbian porn that is geared towards straight males. 
Yeah. Mainly because I just want to fucking see pussy get eaten because that's what gets me off. Is that's I, totally fine. I fucking love being gone down on. See, I'm I'm warming up to it, but it's still not something that I have totally gone crazy over. Yeah, if I and like, that is totally fair. If I actually like, pick something that's going to happen out of all the sexual activities, it's penetration 100%. Same. Like, that's my favorite. Same. And if that I is totally valid. Dick and getting penetrated at the same time, that's like top fave. <laughs> <laughs> that involves definitely more than one person. Wow, involved. And whether you are into that or not is beyond the point. But that's exactly it. It's a podcast for another day. Oh, I, I gotta say too. There's also the Patreon episodes. That's always an option. Those are ones people have to pay for to listen to. Oh, and I'll tell you right now, like you know, most of the patrons: Heather, uh, Shannon, Zoe. I would get into uh, that. And then 100%. there's a guy in the states named Tyler who really likes us. I love you, Don't Tyler. Don't know how you fucking found us. Tyler, Tyler. I'm going to be your girlfriend soon. <laughs> and well, then, then uh, Aaron and Burns. So, like, these are, like, just really awesome friends that are paying. So, like, if there's ever, like, a subject that, like, you don't want out on, like, the public, <laughs> we can always do bonus episodes. I'm just fucking saying. I'm hella into that, by the way. Like, like if you want to go even darker, deeper. Oh, honey, dirtier. believe me, like... I have a plethora of knowledge to bring to this podcast, whether or not you want to bring me on for more episodes. But the point I is, I have a fucking lot on. to say. We haven't even touched on rim jobs. Or do we want to talk? We have so much. We have so little I time. Like, I feel like rim um, jobs could be, we could do an anal episode. I, I would love to do an anal episode. I would love to literally just bring my insight on receiving slash giving anal in, in a heterocentric relationship. Yeah. Like, that is 100% valid. Because... It's just, it's an area of expertise that not a lot of people have explored, let alone know about, like, frequently, right. for lack of a better way to put it. Um, I think it's something that could be very much learned about and yes. be 1,000% down to do a, a full podcast on animal related activities if you ever wanted me to do I want to do that. That. One thing I want to say about kind of kind of kind of can't fucking say it. It's hard. <laughs> one thing that I I think it's just cuz of all the casual sex I have. Like no guys And honey, the time. believe me, I'm you almost like somewhat jealous. The area. No guy has spent the time and so that's Gotta the get problem familiar with the map. But one thing I fucking hate and I know some girls like this, but I fucking hate it is the like moving your head around. Like they're motorboating your there. pussy. I don't understand how that <laughs> does. Okay, so like straight up, I need consistency. Yeah. If you're going to start like something, I need you to fucking finish it because I'm not going to come if you don't. Yeah. If you, like, just even technique-based, if you start a certain pattern with your tongue or just any kind of possible thing that could be different than regular cunnilingus, I need you to keep that fucking up until I come. Especially if I tell you that I like it. If I full-on express that I love what you're doing, literally do not fucking stop it until I tell you otherwise. If I say don't stop, don't fucking stop. Right? That's exactly it. I feel like still guys don't get that. And and, and granted, to be honest, I'm just going to give the guys a bone here by saying that I do not think us women give them enough credit. For the work they do. Exactly, no. It's a lot of work. And and especially when it comes to oral. I think that guys kind of go in blindly not knowing what to do when it comes to oral. And they kind of figure it out. And I feel like there are not enough women on the planet that are willing to uh, educate them on the subject. That being said... Um, if you are just down there kind of licking your way to submission, whatever you feel like you're going to do that day, you know what? A plus to you. 
you deserve at least a pat on the back, if nothing else. Um, but regardless, you do still owe it to yourself and your partner to at least talk about what gets you off and what makes you the happiest. And that way you can do the little things with your mouth or tongue or your hand, whatever fucking gets your partner off, to make sure that you ensure the maximum orgasm potential. Yeah. Because that's exactly what it's all about at the end of the day. Whether your partner likes insertion or oral or manual or whatever, you want to make sure your partner has the best time they could possibly be having. And that's what's most important at the end yeah. of the day. And yeah, you have to respect So that. obviously communicate those yeah. sorts of things with your partner and try to figure those things out as you go. Um, if your partner is not willing to execute those sorts of fantasies with you, obviously that is a bummer. I'm not going to go ahead and say that you should leave your partner for not willing to talk about those sorts of things because lots of people are insecure about that. Yeah. And if your partner is unable to talk about those sorts of things, it is definitely a buffer, so to speak, but it's not necessarily a deal breaker. You basically just need to work with trial and error. And that being said, you need to be ready for the possibility of your partner saying, no, that does not work. Right. You need to be ready for the concept of your partner saying, that is not what I like. And if your partner says that is not what I like, you need to find what they do like and what does get them off. And it's all about that method of communication that necessarily brings a sexual relationship together, whether you have been together for a few months or a few years or a few weeks or a few days. Yeah. It does not matter how long you and your partner have been engaging with each other. The point is that you're willing to listen to each other when it comes to your sexual preferences. Yeah. Right. Totally true. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. Guys, I think that's, I think we're good. I think. Point is, go down on your partner. Everyone go down on Find out if they love it. If they love it, do it more. If they don't, find something they love as much. And I hope who's ever listening, I mean, jealous, but if you have someone to go down on you. Go down on them. Yeah, just. Everybody go down on each other. Everyone go down on everyone. Yeah. Literally eat all the dick and pussy you can. Yes. Jealous. Um. <laughs> anyways, find out what works with you. Find out what doesn't. And always, no matter what, always be willing to communicate your needs with your partner. Communicate. Whether it's oral, sex related, or just you know a standard sex relation or a manual sex relation. Always. Yeah. Bottom line. Always be always. willing to communicate your needs. To your partner. If you want something, tell your partner you want it. And yeah. if they aren't willing to give that to you, maybe, just maybe, you need a new partner. I'm not here to say definitively whether you do or not, but always but you reassess do. your options based on what you need. Yes. So true. Jeez Louise, you all. You, you all. I like to think you guys wise-ass bastards. <laughs> yes. This episode, holy shit. I thought my last episode broke the internet. But this one might break it even more. Um, holy fuck. Well, if anything, this has veered me off into, like, what I think other episodes should be. <laughs> and I'm this, so ready for those episodes covered, if you ever need me. Hell yeah. Also, Carrie. I mean, oh, we're yeah. not here all the time, but... Both of us, I mean, what's up? Also, <laughs> we have a location in Mungden, if you weren't aware already. Pleasures and pleasures. I've, I've been there a couple oh, times. Oh, hell yeah. 
Yes. Feel free to do a Tiger store in any post you may or may not do. Yeah, if you're in... Well, where's Pleasures... Sorry. Okay, okay. Where are they located? Pleasures and Treasures did start on Quimple Road. We were mainly an adult video store until the mainstream world broke into toys, in which case we followed suit. Um, We have been labeled as Pleasures and Treasures for over 20 years now. Before then, we were labeled as Excitement Video, so that may or may not be... How you find us, depending on your age range. I'm not here to judge, honey. Um, point is, if you look up on Facebook or Instagram, Pleasures N, not just and, but N, N. Pleasures, Pleasures N, Treasures, you will find us and all of the wonderful things that we have to offer. And I would honestly greatly appreciate it because I do put a lot of love and hard work into our posts. And it's not just advertisement, it's a lot of sexual education, it's a lot of things you may or may not know, and I am here and very, very, very willing to recognize and answer any and all questions that are directed towards our page on Instagram or Facebook, so feel free to give me a shout on any medium because I'm here for it. You gonna get the shout out. I fucking hope so, honey. (laughs) Thank you, Carrie. Absolutely. Thank you both. This has been unreal. I... I've learned a lot tonight. <laughs> I hope so. The live stream captured so many hilarious facial recognition. Yeah, reactions. I think there was multiple times where I was just like, your jaw literally If dropped. nothing else, it was like a solid montage of me fixing my hair. <laughs> just like, all right, so this side looks good. How about this side? All I right, all right, all right. If you, if you don't, didn't watch the live stream, Frankie has beautiful blue hair. I try, thank it you. It matches my backdrop. But thank you guys both so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited about it. This was awesome. I cannot wait to take these lashes off. So let's kill this thing. Ring that. Ah.